0: Plushcare.com/slash/weight-loss.
1: Gents, how are we doing? See All more? right, mate. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: good. Got seem more enge- energetic this week. Yeah. Diet going well? Can you not tell? Not yet. Not yet. Not but yet. you just seem
1: lost. That for stone, you know? Have you? Yeah.
2: I'll, I'll tell the jokes. <laughs> <laughs> I've
3: got a fucking twelve-inch cock. <laughs> I
2: have. I've lost that for stone in in a week and a half. So since Dublin, since we got back from Dublin, yeah.
1: it's a mirror though, I can.
2: See do you feel it, better for it? Yeah, you've just had a shave. We've, we've turned into a bit of a um, fitness podcast. Podcast. Getting, we got a video from you yesterday working well, out in the garden, yeah. which, which was good, inspirational. Yeah. I thought. Yeah. Don't know you about think, you. Did you yeah. like the music? Music was good.
1: Yeah. Well, I said, I said I was going to do some workout in the garden. And then Rose said, oh, I'll come and sit outside with you. And then she said, oh, and just as we were going out, she said, oh, I've I've, I've got an appointment, Dresses I forgot about. I said, well, do you want me to do a do your video with my shirt up, think Garden so you're not, you're not missing out? Joking. And she said, oh, yeah. Like, Ooh, <laughs> joking. So then I thought, well, I've got to send her a video now, Anna." I? So I, uh, well, I thought, I thought
2: the, boy, the boys will want to see this as well. You're yeah, in kind of coat, didn't you know that one? <laughs> I liked how low you're short ride, riding as well as you were. Getting the dumbbell above your head. Well, look, if he's lost his tone and half, they'll be dropping off. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. The size forty o- as out. well. We had an upload from you. Your first workout. It was just a picture though, and you looked like you were working hard. Oh hi. Damn, couple of off beads off. of sweat <laughs> there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, spilt <laughs> <built> his drink. <laughs> first one in the bank, lads. It's going to be a long road. <laughs> <laughs> that will yeah. just rhyme it. <laughs> I yeah. just spilt my
3: drink. <laughs> sweating blood
2: <laughs> oh, to be fair
3: i was struggling with my air fever by the way this is a serious note if anybody struggles from air fever go and get the injection it's absolutely incredible
1: yeah
3: i, I had it last week and it, it's sensational can you get it on the nhs yes. nah you got you got. it cost me uh it's 75 pound well up to 80 kilograms so oh, after, that, after that they advised more so obviously I, I went in for you went for a booster went, <laughs> he's only money to has for an air fever booster <laughs> I went in for 225 quid <laughs> <laughs> But, to be fair, Kenalog <laughs> it's called. It's absolutely <laughs> sensational. I couldn't breathe a week week and a half ago.
1: What are you going on about? I think they give it you for free. Kennalog, no,
3: if anybody no, hasn't heard,
1: Kenalog. No, I'll just
3: spell that for you in the website. This is me just being nice. If you honestly, if you can, if you struggle and you can do it, do it. It's, it's good. Very good.
2: Yeah. Mm. By the way, I think I'm all for striking while the iron's hot in terms of getting guests. But were... Who was the next Leeds manager, Javi? Jesse March. No. Oh, no, but this, it happened with March 1st. So, probably left Thorpe Arch, Leeds training ground at, I think news broke about 11 that he'd gone, been sacked, mutual consent or whatever. And there were strong links with Allardyce or whatever. But at two o'clock on that day, hey, Javi, really sorry to see how it's ended at Leeds. We've loved seeing you in the Prem and think you speak so well and honestly, which is refreshing in today's game. We're not sure what your plans are moving forward, but when the dust has settled, we'd love to hear your take on your time in England so far on the podcast. <laughs> this is one minute past two.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: he's been sacked.
2: The <laughs> <laughs> fuck only been sacked three hours? this, <laughs> battery. <laughs> that, that... Are they still, he's
3: still clear it. <laughs> that is vulture opportun- opportunist, there. Hey, hey Javi. <laughs> <laughs>
2: pocket vibrator as he want out reception <laughs> with his box totally understand this will be a pretty, pretty this will be pretty soon for you but we didn't want to miss an opportunity if you have to jet off somewhere <laughs> <soon>. <laughs> so please bear it in mind over the next Is few weeks it, uh, <laughs> what do you think he's going Magalow
3: <laughs> I'm just going for a day bracking I hope he oh, <laughs> I won't be got at fuck these these lads taking the fucking piss or what <laughs> But no, but like, opportunist-wise, fair play. Yeah. Excellent work, yeah. Matthew. I mean, I
1: mean,
3: it obviously I mean, didn't work with Jesse March, did it? I think that might have been an hour and 30 that it had been potted before he got the message. Getting quick. Just before he gets on the flight back to America or whatever. Big Sam in the hot seat now. Are
1: you, are you, are you happy? No. No?
3: <laughs> <laughs> He's got three games, really, any because they're going to get dicked by Man City. Oh, you never know. I'm telling you, did they're going to get dicked by Man City. Did you see Man his press
1: City. conference? I love, I, I love him. him. <laughs> I love him.
2: He's just un- unapologetic. Doesn't care. He took the pressure off the lads. It was I just when him. he. It was just when he said nobody's got anything on me, and I was waiting for him to say like. Because he's Yeah, because he's sixty-eight. I've been in the game longer than anybody. But I think he actually has no, no. managerial ability.
1: Yeah. I like it.
2: Do you know what I want to happen? I want Leeds to lose every game, but still stay up, and he gets the two million pound bonus or whatever. <laughs> That could theoretically happen, couldn't it? Yeah. Whoa, what a stressful weekend.
1: Oh, here we go.
2: When you get three missed calls off the beginning, five minutes, you know something's wrong. Go on. So tell,
3: tell, tell, tell us your wars. I've told you already,
2: Anna. So I've got, I had an after dinner,
3: right, in Carnoostie, Saturday what? night, Carnoostie, Dundee, 360 miles from Barnsley. So I thought, set up about nine o'clock, half nine, get up there for two. Have a couple of hours kipping and relaxing, that perfect. Gets to Scotch Corner, pulls off on the A66. A nice little, one of these like farm shop jobbies. Oh, there's so much to eat in there. Yeah. So I had something to eat. Pulls out of this farm shop, you see this big bang. Boom. <laughs> I had, thought I'd... Was like, boom, it was a boom, not it, bang. It, it was a bang boom. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I'd actually hit somebody, right, yeah, because it just went boom anyway. So I've caught a long story short, I fucking broke down, and I, so I managed to get back to the the gaff and, and phone Brownie because I'm thinking now, what what can I do? I've got 300 miles left or something to get.
1: What's your what what's your procedure when you in? In that situation, do you pop bonnet? I oh, pop walk? bonnet. Yeah. He he's won't have a fucking
3: clue what's going. on. But he's not afraid to get his hands dirty, Chris. Right, you know no. that. <laughs> Mrs. <laughs> Mrs. tell to pop bonnet, and she's identified the problem straight away. <laughs> right.
2: You, you say she first because she works in a garage. She first time work,
3: right? Somebody at work, and she looks and she says, "Oh yeah, the uh, air inlet pipe's blown off. You should be able to put it back on." So fucking Kevin Webster here. <laughs> I can't imagine his, him now. Get all we his builder's uh, bum <laughs> out. <laughs> So this air in lap pipe, tried shoving it back on, looked at my hands, black breed, absolutely filth, like caked, an inch in oil. So gets back to the gaff. Bit on
1: your nose. to a bit on your nose, didn't you?
3: Gets back to the gaff, phones the RAC, they're going to be two hours, so I need to set off to Scotland, because obviously I've got this dinner, I'm it's time dependent. So I phones Brownie, obviously he never answers, three missed calls later, and a for me, ASAP, which I thought should now should, should seal <laughs> the deal. If you need, us, ring us three times, <laughs> seal the deal. <laughs> so luckily, I've got a taxi. Well, not luckily, I've got a taxi from Scotch Corner to Sunderland. Oh, yeah, eighty quid. Right, bought a bomber's car. So your dad's Borrowed his dad's car. drove the rest of the way. Got to Dundee. Wash your hands. No, well, yeah, but again, in this fucking fancy cafe job one of them where you put your hand under and it, it comes on for about three seconds. And as, as I say, I'm caked. So I've lost my head in there.
1: You give him a good wash though before you drove Chris's dad's Oh, car i got out, as you. much
3: as I could have. I, I did the after dinner yeah. with black hands, right? You've got, so, you got a
1: beige steering wheel.
3: Yeah. <laughs> it's because I've not got a beige leather on it. <laughs> so I guess just outside Dundee and I realised I forgot my shoes, right? So it's just, everything's just going again on top of me now. So I thought, right, i just get some cheap shoes from Asda. So I went to Asda, looked on the shelf at Asda. the two pair of shoes, the most horrendous things you've ever fucking seen. You know, like, like, unwearable, unwearable, right? My missus says, look, you got to buy them. I said, what the fuck am I supposed to do with them? And it's the first time, I think, in two and a half years I've proper snapped her snapped, snapped to. What the fuck am I going to do with them? So anyway, I ended up finding a shop in Dundee, got ripped off
2: for some shoes.
3: you pay for shoes?
2: Uh, 100 quid, um, uh, but they're nice. Uh, so were you thinking long term you'd wear them again? Oh, I will wear them again. Fucking <laughs> My words, I will wear them again. We both said, didn't we? Where I'll go with the 12 answer. quid and swallowing it. Yeah, I reckon like I could
1: get, get a couple of words out of it as well. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Saturday next week,
2: so anyway, I've got to the do, the do are
3: good, and I've got to get home then. So I have obviously drove the car back down to to Bombers, uh, to Brownie's dad's. Then I had to get another taxi to the to the Gaff Bank Holiday Monday, and then I ended up getting towed in. Fucking oh, what a weekend! Oh, John. So it was a stressful weekend, but it was a good deal. It was a good Oh, deal. glad you've
1: come out on the other side, smiling.
2: I've
3: only just got me my, my hands my hands sorted now. <laughs> it's not very often I get stressed, bad fucking this Yeah, I can shit. see it. I
2: can. I can sounds hear it like in your tone. Yeah, sounds like Katie tipped you over the edge saying so you need to get them get them shoes.
3: Yeah. That would have been that would have been the main problem of the day <laughs> <laughs> The shoes didn't even go with my jacket and my jeans. Looked to right, twat. Right? What the ones in brown? Uh, yeah, did the fuck brown shoes? No, the white pumps. White? It. Yeah, the little pumpy things. Oh, well, they're not
1: like, like proper ones
3: and twos. No, they're well, pumpy things. The only thing I got, only the only 11s he had it shot.
1: I thought you were like getting a, a proper so pair that. of shoes.
3: Well, I would have done if there were fucking some for sale. A pair of dancing shoes. No. So you, you'll be seeing them anyway, lads. A <laughs> quid for a pair of pumps. <laughs> they were like Croy for some what they call. Oh, Goodens, have I look a good ones then. I'd love to follow if So basically, I did the do and I fucking lost fucking 200 quid. <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> apart from that, were a
1: good weekend.
2: <laughs> Who did we have last week? Bayo. Bayo. Big Bayo. Yeah.
3: Full of energy.
2: Yeah. Great he brought guy, it, he? didn't he? Yeah, a lot
1: of people have enjoyed it.
2: And who have we got this week?
3: Who have we got this week, John? I'm still stressed about week, <laughs> 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 Who we got this week? <laughs> who have we got this week? Caddis. And Paul Caddis, mm-hmm. recently employed Paul Caddis.
1: Yeah, just got a job at Hereford.
3: He yes. Yeah. That's a fucking strange old place, at um, Hereford, isn't it? It's uh,
1: planned, obviously. It's, I can't remember how many years to the day that he scored that goal. That's saved Birmingham?
2: Nine? Today? Nine
1: years. No. Last, last week, wasn't it? Oh. Yeah. Right. Good timing.
3: Yeah. Perfect. Planned. <laughs> that is, you know, that, Ediford, that is a place where your cousins kiss, that, by the way. <laughs> <Where> <laughs> you is can't it? say that, John. Yeah? I'm telling you. Where is it? North Wales, is it? Near, no, it's near, near, North near Wales. nearly in Wales, just on the yeah. border. But that's, that's Bristol, yeah. if there's any people from Hereford, I'm really sorry, but that's sweet <laughs> <weird> cousin's case. <laughs> more uh decanio, more it? decanio, decanio more gravison Belting stories mm. in there. We've got to. We've got stuff. to say about the noise. There might be a bit of noise in the background. Oh, we did yeah, it.
1: where did we do this?
2: Miller no. and Carter. Was it worth it for the food after <laughs> all? Fucking right, it, <laughs> it was absolutely. <laughs> That's I think that's our biggest feed, you know. I don't know if oh. you agree, Matty. It might be the biggest bill. Yeah.
1: I think that's why I've lost weight, because we've stopped, we've not recorded for a couple of weeks. Well, just just look after yourself. I, what you? I like chips, though.
2: The next video I want you in the gym, top off, sweating. Yeah. But can, I can you just have it. a little bit of a trim up? Oh. Yeah, that was the only thing that let him yeah. down, I think. So, so, I'm sending out, but I put
3: but on it, needs mowing. He went, cut it this morning. <laughs> I'm going to about your chest. <laughs> she won't let me. Huh? Eh? You, won't let me. you can just trim it up, not bowl, just trim it up.
1: I quite like it though.
3: I think it's offensive. You, it you always pull your face like you it's really offensive don't like it. I don't,
2: I don't like it. <laughs> see. No.
3: It's offensive. <laughs> By the way, if, if still, uh, I want to be lost. <laughs> I want to be lost. I lost half a stone. I'll fucking tell the you I've got
1: manscaped. I, well, look, look, enough,
3: look enough, we're doing this because I've found it.
2: It's there. It's
3: there, just under your belly button. <laughs> you seen them dicks at it again in that what them tracksuits?
2: I, I, sometimes I wonder whether people have been serious. What We're, thinking it's me? Think, yeah. Oh, weird, the, the dancers. Sinners. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I like me.
3: Oh, oh fuck off! <laughs> right, get I in. Don't don't. Get Caddis in end of conversation. <laughs> they're, they're, I mean, they're happy. They do it. They're just dancing, aren't
2: they? The Was it one with the. The full outfit on. They've all got, like, purple... The
1: loving
3: life, John. The absolute fucking morons. <laughs> I think that's what saying. Do, do says, you know where they're from? Do you know where they're from, then? Eddieford. I'm <laughs> telling <laughs> <laughs> you. Yeah, fucking hell. I wish, I, wish, uh, I wish he'd break his ankle or something.
1: Oh, think What's think he should, should do? try and laugh. Stop <laughs> him fucking dancing. He can still do it. Eh? <laughs>
3: he probably would. He'd probably be in a wheelchair, that dick.
1: Yeah if you're watching this on youtube by the way if you wouldn't mind giving us a a, a subscribe if you already haven't because we're just not quite getting to that mm. hundred thousand so it'd be great if you could hit that
2: button what's the percentage
1: 40 percent of people who watch the videos aren't subscribed is that right that's right so just press it, it don't matter if it, it do not matter if you never watch another one yeah just press it it's just nice if you do please it? should we, get him, we get him in yeah, yeah?
2: Important stuff out the way first. Yep, straight in. How many Malteser mini bunnies did he eat in one day? Oh, I don't. <laughs> Who's that from? Corey Evans. That
4: probably about twenty. I've got an addictive personality, So no? yeah. <laughs> See you now, you when you mentioned that, makes me feel sick. the, <laughs> <nip into that laughs> the bunnies. Sick. Oh, the bunny honestly. problem. <laughs> <laughs> the of, used to love them. Used to absolutely battle them, but nah. The I can't picture them. them. What the normal Malteser?
2: And, and the body shape, the
4: party Yeah, they're they're like, so, so big. little red things. Oh, it's
3: geez. like what comes with an egg, I think. And you had 20
4: of yeah, them in red, red packet? Oh, I used to bar them. Was Non-stop. this Blackburn? No, just general life,
0: mate. <laughs> 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 just went
4: through a stage, I just bar them, and I can't, I can't even think of them. now. Did you start off at normal Maltesers and then move on to the I don't eat like normal Maltesers, but they ones were, they were unbelievable at the time. But, Have you shook yeah. it off now? I'll never eat them again. Like, the kids are not allowed them in the house. <laughs> what, no you chance. Take them off them? Of? Aye, they're not allowed them in the house. No chance. <laughs> nah. Or if they do, they hide them. And I don't know about them. Where did that come from then? Just run bit. <laughs> the
2: Easter Just, just tried it age. on.
4: Just tried it on. They loved it. <laughs> I've got an addictive personality though. So, like, if I like something, I'll, I'll be all over it. Like, we'll probably touch on things later on. But, like, I went on a certain diet that I was... I couldn't get off you and stuff like that do you know what I mean it's just I've got that personality Was it vegan? Is it just diet. a
1: vegan diet?
4: No <laughs> I wish it was a Malteser diet <laughs> no. Yeah the vegan one aye Still going strong with it? No Does it look like it? <laughs> no What did you eat? someone sat- in and Carter now jam, sa- I ate Jam sandwiches for <laughs> fucking about eight months solid I'm the fussiest guy ever right so I like what mm-hmm. I like but Vegan is fucking dreadful. I don't know how anyone can be vegan, but I managed it for eight months. But I just ate jam sandwiches and <laughs> just cooking, jam butties every day. And chickpeas and all that. <laughs> <laughs> for eight months. That was the worst part of my career because, genuinely, see, after about 45, 50 minutes in a game, I couldn't move. I'm not I had surprised. No energy. Nothing at all. That's why I was horrendous at Blackburn. Just because another jam sandwich on. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking... Honest. I can
1: understand going vegan like, and the, getting the new nu- nutritional value from certain things, but you, you're not getting that with nah, jam buns. nothing.
4: Absolutely nothing. Jam sandwiches was, was my life, morning, noon and night. How many are you doing in a day? <laughs> fucking about six, probably. Just eating jam sandwiches, but I was... Again, it was just my fucking... I've got a mad mindset. Is this after the Malteser bunnies? Aye. Malteser bunnies was earlier on in life. <laughs> it was about sixteen or seventeen. The then. good old days. <laughs> Back in the good old days, and then vegan was was at Blackburn probably about five six years ago. We all done it. Do you know remember that thing? What the health on Netflix? Everybody jumped on it. Was that, Elliot Ward were you then? Ward was there. Uh, I think he, he might have been to do it. We all done it. Corey Evans, we, Charlie uh, Mulgrew we all jumped on it. But they, sure enough, they stopped after three months because they felt horrendous. I'm like, nah, I'm staying on this. I was a fat cunt so I was, I was sweating. After three months, did you not realise it weren't wicking? It was, but my body was looking quality. <laughs> as long as you look, Chris. Just kept going, so I'd never been this low in my life, like, body fat-wise. My body fat was always 18, 19, my full career. I remember getting down to, like, 10, which some people would still think shite, but I was buzzing. I was, like, 10, just eating jam sandwiches every day. I'm like, this is class. The thing <laughs> is, the food at Blackburn was spot on. Bright. What did you do? Just... Asked them for a loaf of bread. And <laughs> Did you have jam? Nah, the odd time that there uh, because they knew there was so many jumping on it, they would make a couple of vegan dishes. So I would just jump on that. But I couldn't be asking oh, going to supermarkets when I get home and checking labels and that. So just jam sandwiches were easier. Missy's <laughs> not going mad.
1: Get your sticky Sometimes fingers toast, off me. You said you I would myself I myself at night,
3: treat myself at night and make it warm. <laughs> and a <bit> of toast. A <laughs> cup of tea and fucking
4: oats milk and all that. The you must have been easy to cook for. Ah, Easy. Piece of piss, a C- couple of loaves, the <laughs> cupboards were full of loaves. Super. <laughs> <Soup. laughs> Back to the start, mate, you started started at Celtic, were you at Rangers before? Yeah, as a young lad I went, I was at Rangers right up until I was about 14, 15, then went to Celtic. I was a Celtic fan, but to be honest, when I went to Celtic I regretted it massively, it was, Rangers was just a bit enjoying myself and having fun and that, and then went to Celtic and it was, it was a lot more serious, so the first couple of weeks I was fucking devastated, but it grew into me.
1: Soon settling though,
4: settled in. Aye, settled in. Went uh, full time back in the 16 year old, and and loved it for there. Absolutely loved it. Brilliant days of academy days on it. for granted, uh, I mean. uh, You do. Would you would you to do jobs in that back then? Or? Aye. Yeah. I I still believe I was probably at my what was my thirty four, the last of the old school days. If mm. you know what I mean, like still had to do boots, had to wash balls, getting. Flung into cat hampers and rolling about the dressing room and terrorized. Terrorized. Like the first team at the time was Chris Sutton, John Hartson, uh, Neil Lennon, Stan Petrov, and they used to. So they would travel for Celtic Park, don't they? Barrafield, where we we uh, we get changed. But they come in with like a bag of balls each, so like twelve balls each, thirty-six balls. Turn the lights off in the academy dressing room and just shout, "Take cover!" and just fucking welly balls. <laughs> so you'd be sitting in the corner like that. They'd get and you. Fucking, they'd, they'd leave and the lights would go back on, but guys with fucking eyes like that, boss lips, just fucking...
3: <laughs> so just get just in the middle getting, and just lash balls just a Just
4: lash balls a bit. It was like four walls, it was just fucking bouncing <laughs> <away>. <laughs> just the thing is, there's a chance of it hitting you in the face as oh, well, isn't yeah. it? But they used to they were clever cleverly stood at the door, right at the door, and just fucking launched them, and very rare it would hit the wall, because we would zing them quite, like, mid-height, so it would, you're either getting it there or <laughs> there. <or>. Classic. <laughs> Some big hitters there as well. What were they like apart from that? You know, when you started training with them and that? Really good, Brilliant. Like, even when we worked, so days used to do kit on a match day, Fouries used to do like uh, just tidy dressing room, basically. Uh, they were always really good. Centres would ask you to go to, the, go to the the bank for them, for instance. They would ask you to lift 300 quid. They only wanted 100, they'd give you 200. So you're buzzing like really good ways. But I remember my first time when I trained with them, it was fucking. John Hartson, we doing a crossing and finishing thing, and and I've played this unbelievable ball, and it was fucking, well, I thought it was unbelievable. Right in there, ready for him to fucking, uh, to volley. It's like, I whipped it to volley, and he's, what's going and caught it? I'm like, what the fuck's going on here? And he's went, oi, I'm fucking six foot high, I'm six foot wide, put the fucking ball in there, I don't want it in my fucking feet, you stupid little <laughs> cunt. I was like, how old were you then? <laughs> 17 you thought this is a good ball I thought it was a fucking great ball <laughs> <laughs> I it right did in. you tell him that <laughs> did I, <laughs> I everybody's like can someone help me like is they going to say anything I'm crumbling now crumbling at that age crumbling but uh, they were really good they were, they were apart from that they were really good brilliant did you ever
3: a check balance you know when nah, you're. Going
4: Chris Sutton used to say it is a uh, Oh youngin, take a take a seat with you. I know you've checked my balance, and it's just for whenever you faint out soften your blow, soft uh, soften your landing. <laughs> but nah, we not na- nah, genuinely hand on heart never did. I wish I did though. Fucking hell. I think that was when they were big hitters, I know. Mm.
2: What was he like, Sutton? Is he coming? I think his personality is just starting to come out now. He was I always uh, thought he
4: was a tool. No. To be honest. No, he was really good. He was uh he was horrible. Like to us, young lads, nasty as fuck. Like he used to everything was young and like. Oh, youngin, when you're fucking eighteen and you're working McDonald's, make sure you give my kids extra fries. And just, <laughs> just one of the guys, like you'll fucking never make it here. You're shite. But that was just the grounding back then, wasn't it? That was that was normal. Yeah. I, liked, I loved Did it. Did some lads crumble? Uh, some would, some would thrive off it. We had yeah. a couple of young boys that were fucking settled, quicker and snow. Like you wouldn't. We'd never go into the dressing room, but they'd gone to the dressing room and with a boy, uh, Michael Garding. I don't know if I might have spoken about Midge actually. The fucking boldest guy ever. So, first team are dinner a, you'd only been 16, 17, 18, first team are doing a gym session. I'm talking Chris Sutton, Henrik Larson, Neil Lennon, Stan Petrov, Bobo Baldy, fucking Baldy had muscles coming out of his ears and everything. <laughs> So, they're all doing stuff and he's just running, like balling naked. Had, had boys dared him like 10 at each, 10 i had head, ball it naked. I fuck it, I'll do it. Started doing pull ups, fucking <laughs> cotton balls <laughs> flying about <everyone>. <laughs> just pulling up, going, I should be playing in this team. I'm the fucking best player in this team. <laughs> <laughs> Just fucking. I can't. But like some boys loved it, but some uh, some struggled. Yeah. Some struggled. They were again though. They were they were horrible, but we enjoyed it. Like Alan Thompson did to the young, well, to the academy boys. Paul McGowan. I can't remember another man, Give five hundred quid. Going. The two physios are upstairs right now having lunch. I want you to fucking ransack the place. I want tables upside down. I want tape wrapped around chairs, I want I want a place, I want massage cream all over the walls. The two of them went in and abused the place, like wrecked it. The Thomas went upstairs and went, by the way, to the two fizzlers, two young lads in your, in your room, fucking ransacking the place, you better get down. Stitched them right up. <laughs> <laughs> the two of them bombed in and nearly get sacked, but they had to go and tell, like, Tommy Burns was the head of youth at the time, and say, listen, we dared them. But Did he pay up? I, I paid up, I. They were always good for that, really good, like, see Christmas and that, they're brilliant. <laughs> What was the manager like, Strachan, with with you and your uh, lads? With me, it was, it was weird with Strachan. If he didn't hammer you, you knew he didn't like you.
2: Like he was,
4: you. he was one of the ones, he was on me nonstop. Like, so I was probably the only one that came out of my academy that was training with him every day. And did you realize that then? No. Like when
1: he's hammering you, are you no. thinking he's, no?
4: Even when I'm training, even when like, there's 18 academy boys and I'm the only one training. I'm still thinking, he's just coming up, I'm just coming up here so he can just fucking abuse me. Yeah. <laughs> so like, just then like, little fucking technique drills and that. would be like, everyone look at Caddy, look at Caddy, he's making a cunt of it. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, and then like, going in for lunch and stuff like that, <laughs> Gary Pendry's assistant, Uh I remember one time going in for lunch and the places went quiet. He's like, Caddy, Caddy. I went, he went, how tall are you? I went, pfft. Five seven, five eight, I don't know. All right, didn't know they made shit that size. <laughs> <laughs> In front thought everyone I'm like, oh, fucking hell. But he was brought with me, gave him a debut, played with Scotland under him, so he was uh, he was really good with me. Perfect for fucking bullying me for three years. Tis right though, yeah, like, you do sink or swim, don't you? You do. That's where I get Like stilt. You say it's going either way though, isn't it? I would love it to go back to that way. Yeah. Boys like I work with Fleetwood Academy, I, I know the eighteens do jobs and that, but they do nothing there compared yeah, to what they I, used to. I
3: think it's better the old way. Yeah,
4: much better. That's why they're all little assholes now. Yeah. They're all chirpy and too much, too young and all the rest of it. And nowadays, academies are almost built beside first teams, aren't they? So you lose that familiarity and that nervousness and that... Probably idol. idolise a lot of boys in mm. first team. And you don't see that now because they've probably grew up with them like the last three or four years, spent went in for lunch just after they leave. Like, we would never go in for lunch until every first-year team player had left the building. Not just lunch, it would be like half two sometimes, three o'clock before we were getting okay. lunch because it would still be, maybe one of the first-team players were still in the gym. And I think that's the way it should be. It's mm-hmm. so first-team's building. That's mm-hmm. the way I see it. But nowadays it's becoming too... Too to, to snowflakey. R-
3: maintains that res- respect, I
4: suppose. It
3: It's for you to strive to and all yeah. to get to, in it? I want yeah, to get exactly. to that. Right. I mean, like, I used to get the young lads at York to share me back and that, and <laughs> they, they hated it, like... <laughs> Like they, they couldn't do any more of a job, so I just was going to shave me back. You
1: so just open the door, and he's there, sprawled
3: on table
4: with Mac three. but Is Carson it? used to do that. but Carson used to trim his balls, and we had to fucking move his balls at the way to sweep them. that? <laughs> <laughs> John Hartson. Oh, fucking trim up and all these ginger poops and
1: that. Obviously, I'd say on and you good mates still. What what were you like?
4: Brilliant. He's a young lad. What a character. I had. Did you come through with him? Yeah, I came through. Same age. Right. You were lucky. I'd, uh, well, I was. But old, uh, no I mean so I was the same age actually But I had a lot of injuries when I was younger but the year above us was uh, Big Charlie McGrew was in it and the two best characters in, well three the, the Snoddy as well but Snoddy wasn't there but I've came across Snoddy quite a lot uh, but they two were brilliant just light up any room just never a dull day never a dull moment just constantly on the go cracking jokes it was youth team was brilliant absolutely brilliant and you're right you take it for granted didn't you were Sorry, you the man. first one to break through then? From your age? From my age, there was me and Si was the two that were kind of run about the first team. But as I said, Si kept getting bad injuries with his ankle and stuff like that. I couldn't get it right. But it was, it was mainly me at that age. You know? Which was tough because normally when you break in, you've always got somebody that's there beside you or a familiar face and stuff like that. But nah, I remember the first couple of times I went up, I was just literally going up to be a linesman, then 11 v 11s and I was just doing the line. <laughs> <What are> you, <laughs> got, go, the, you got the call up I got the call up. And I was buzzing. At th- like later on, I was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna get involved here." Through a bib, I'm ready to put it. in I just do the line, me man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like no matter what you've done, Bibbing no. Your flags like, over there. he's never offside. But the strikers will be gone mad. Centre halfs be gone mad. So that was just part of the grounding. And I think that's what striking. Like that was striking. He just seen something in me and thought, "I'm going to fucking ground him into properly." Like, he sent me on loan, and the first thing he said to me was, "In fact, it was the only thing he said." To me, brought me in and went, "You're going on loan. Go and get a personality. Fuck off." that was it <laughs> and then he, showed, he called me back in about three days later and went Dundee United are hibs and that was that was the two words I went what? he went just pick one I went Dundee United I went okay Craig Levine will phone you at three see you son <laughs> <laughs> I was gone for like four months did you come but back I, with one? I came back aye. with a personality? with a personality <laughs> I was a fucking great kind of echo, <laughs> <laughs> but that was him Like I just had to go and go and play in first team environment did you like him? I Struck loved him, him. him. aye I was I mean, weird I've, isn't it? It's weird, like, I really, really liked him, I because it's probably known till I actually left, like, and still to this day, he'll text and ask how I'm and stuff like that, and, no, it was really good, like, as a manager, he was brilliant, tactically and stuff like that, it was really good for me, but, it's weird because he fucking abused me for years, but I loved him, absolutely loved him. What was killing like? Oh, what a guy, Big Kipper was. Him and, uh, him and Scott Brown were good mates, but Kipper was Kipper was one of the guys who beat the bar a night out and the cop would slip out the side of the trousers and piss on you and that. was one of these guys. <laughs> Sounds a <laughs> great He was a brilliant guy. <laughs> <laughs> <To> one, <laughs> one, yeah. one of these guys with a couple of Japanese boys It was at Celtic at the time and they'd be running like hot baths with a bath, a foam bust in it to try and get some bubbles. But so they would go and run the bath, go back, get their gear off ready to go in it, and yeah. Kipper would go and shit in it. But you couldn't see it because all the bubbles were there. So they jump in and get bathed in a fucking shitey bath. <laughs> they wouldn't know about it until they'd let the drain it. And oh, it's once they let that. drain it, just a turd sitting there. <laughs> oh. It's one of these guys, but brilliant. Really, really good guys. Good to share dressing rooms with people like that. And oh, Japanese Japanese did like that, did they? Nah, but they couldn't fucking speak a word of English. You never knew what they were saying. <laughs> <laughs> Could have been calling them all sorts, but... Uh, or... What was these? Um, did they used to piss in a bag or something?
2: Killing. Oh,
4: Kipper, aye. uh so when the first team were driving, as I said, they used to drive down to Barrafield to train. It was a five-minute drive, you're lucky, but you used to get an ice bag in uh, Barrafield at training run and, and piss in it. And pierce it with a fork, so the piss flying everywhere. So you'd be driving and, and he'd shout you and you'd roll down the window and they would be like, roll down your window? So you'd roll down your window and you'd throw, throw a bit of like, just a bit of blank paper. Throw a bit of blank paper and you'd be like, what the fuck is that? And as you bend down to pick the paper up, he throws a bag of piss in. And there's piss in your car going, Aah. everywhere and that. And you're like, oh, fuck. He's one of the guys, just all the piss buckets, you know what it's like at the hotels, piss in the bucket, sit at an angle, chat the door, the fucking piss goes everywhere. Oh, great fun. Just... See, I don't mind a bit of that. Yeah.
2: You were thinking that's a good shot. I don't mind I'm a bit of, just... a bit of that. <laughs> that. It's horrible, room? but I loved it yeah.
4: Was the, um, is it Nakamura? Oh, what magician he was, man. Left foot fucking was... It was unbelievable, he used to have a wee... Listen, they say they couldn't speak English, but he used to, everything that was going on and people saying stuff and that, he was pissing himself laughing. So he could understand, but he, <laughs> he just kept his wee translator in a job, basically. He used to just have him as a goalie every every session. He'd put him in goals and just whip free kicks in. His left foot was honestly ridiculous. We, uh, we trained one day and it was really heavy snow. The pitch was getting covered and balls gone everywhere, t- like fucking Scottish people, touches gone everywhere, normally in a fucking grass pitch, but in snow even worse, so somebody switched the ball, he knarkin, he's went to take a touch, and it's just maybe went half an inch too far, Strachan's blew the whistle, went right, everyone in, and you get, if you can't control it, none of you can, in you go, <laughs> that was that session over, but he was a magician mate, magician, scored that unbelievable goal in the Champions League, against United for about fucking 300 yards up. it's unbelievable.
2: It's mad because not many people would have even heard of him, Dan. that's you, the thing, I know you oh yeah. is it? Oh,
4: Shinsuke Nakamura, a lot of people ask me the best player I've played with and i will say Shinsuke Nakamura. Like, nobody's heard him. He just finished, he just retired about a year ago, about 45. He used to <laughs> come in at half-time actually. And uh, do you know the proper ice bucket, uh, ice machines, like the big ice baths where he pressed the thing and it fired out the constant water? So with one of them, and he used to go and sit in that at half-time while Strachan was taking the team talk. He used to just sit in there with his gear on, come back out, get dried up and put his gear back on. He would spend he'd come in at like half nine in the morning, and spend three hours mm. stretching in the gym and all that. I'm like, fucking grow up, mate, but That's my <laughs> <I grew> up. <laughs> that's my busy busy aye. <laughs> when they leave the fucking stadium at nine o'clock at night, I'm like, just go home and get a fucking chicken curry or something.
2: <laughs> <laughs> go home and have some Maltesers. <laughs> uh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> or a jam sandwich.
4: What was your diet like? But I know the after the bunnies, like when you started I wouldn't even say back then, like from fucking fifteen to the day, like my diet was I fell out with every single sports scientist I worked with and every physio. But after maybe the first three months, I'd have a horrendous relationship with them. Then after that, they got to know me. Diet was horrendous. Never, never had a pre match. Didn't pre-match. like pre match. I used to hate going to hotels and the Friday night you'd end up with chicken and pasta. And then you'd wake up the next day at half 11 and you would eat the same again. I'm like, fuck that. What did you do then? I have a massive breakfast, massive fryer, like massive everything on it big heavy breakfast and then that would be me to kick off so at the start the, the sports signs would be like you can't science. do that Maybe Gary Roberts first day he, he come in the Friday we trained the Friday and then we went to a hotel on the, uh, the Friday night The Saturday morning he was literally sitting there and I filled my plate up as a day with fucking bacon, sausage hash browns fucking fried bread everything just packed this plate up and I can see him and he's thinking that's not for him <laughs> right. and I fucking two cups of tea cup of tea finished half of it another cup of tea spanked it like that's what I used to do and then played the game and then the next uh, on the Monday pulled me withdrew the game actually pulled me he's like do you always do that I was like what do you mean he's like Saturday morning I went well, what did I do Saturday morning like oblivious yeah. to it yeah. your breakfast was fucking I would feed about eight. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> "Said I know, but I don't have a pre-match." He's like, "But that's horrendous." I went, "Listen, just please trust me. Like, I never ever get injured. My full career, I never get injured. I done my, tell a lie. I done my shoulder. Just get to my shoulder. Never had muscle injury. Well, I did, but didn't believe in scans and that mate. My, my mindset's fucking mental. I was a weirdo. Didn't believe in scans or anything like that. I ate the worst food ever. Used to just crack on with anything I ever had. I um, used to train every single day. I never missed anything.
1: What do you mean you didn't believe in scans?
4: Like, oh, I hated that. I used to think that. <laughs> What's this witchcraft? It's <laughs> a lot of shit. I'm telling you, physios will treat what a scan says rather than how I felt. Yeah. Throughout my career, I had hammy injuries and stuff like that. I used to just strap it up to. So I basically couldn't feel it. I used to go into the pitch with fucking purple knees. The blood had <laughs> stopped. That. I used to just have that mindset. That I used to think that physios would always treat what the scan says rather than yeah. what I felt. I no, think yourself. you're right,
2: though. I remember going for a scan. I came off on the Saturday and they sent us for a scan and said I had a 14 centimetre tear.
4: 14 and I just centimetre. went for
2: a, a good massage and I was fit for the Saturday. There you go. And they were like, that's impossible.
4: You've got a 14 centimetre ah. tear. So I, I, I hated them. Hated scans. Baffling, isn't it? <laughs> fucking weirdo. I know. Absolute weirdo. <laughs> that was my mindset. I just never, I just never wanted to miss training, never wanted to miss games. I bet the managers loved that. Manager so did he's did playing a with a fucking... tear in his hamstring. Yeah. Managers did, but fucking physios and sports science hated it. Hated it. It was a fat cunt. My body fat. 15 percent I played for Scotland when I was 19%. And that's what, that was my argument all the time. When people used to pull me in, I'm like, I played for Scotland when I was 19%. What <laughs> <laughs> feel. I'm a fat cunt, but I don't get it. I Played with Jonathan Spector, for instance, just off the top of my head. Probably never had a fucking Happy Meal, never mind a McDonald's, proper McDonald's in his life. It was never fit. Was in the gym every day, done everything right, done everything by the book. Was never fit. And my argument was like, I did everything wrong, but I'm fucking always on the pitch. <laughs> <laughs> Just, uh, Just leave me. I, I agree with what you're saying. Like, there's too muchness into all uh, what you eat and stuff. I've used to have a I'd have a Chinese a Friday night and I'd heat that Chinese up for the night before on the Saturday morning and have that for my food and be fine and, and again breakfast. for my <laughs> breakfast <laughs> no. honestly.
3: to honestly I'm I'm not going to I'm not going left on a on a diet
4: I've done the lot of I used to order double I on unit something like no honestly like there's too much now in nutrition and oh, all stuff in the gym and I, I hated the gym never done the gym my full career and looking back now you would you change with... would you change anything eh uh, no I don't no why would I no? I enjoy my career yeah i don't know. Well, put it this way: I went vegan for four months and battled five, six months, battled the gym at Blackburn and never played. Couldn't last a minute. Did you feel shit? Felt horrendous. Aye, felt horrendous. And then it wasn't until the last. Couple of months, I thought, nah, fuck this. I'm getting back on the of bunnies <laughs> 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 and the good <guys, laughs> stuff. Do you know, know right? when you, say you turn, pot
3: of jam over here Do you know when you say you turn, <laughs> turn vegan? That is in the like the slap like. I don't think jam sandwiches morning and night is actually classed as turning vegan. Uh, you know what I mean? No, but
2: <laughs> the, there can't be many people that can say that. I played against Barca on the home home debut, my first game it's at Celtic Park. Aye, what was it? Did you know there? that you were going to be
4: playing? No. I had that because with the boy Mark Wilson, who was a first-team player, basically, that had just come back for a long injury, but had played half a game the Saturday before the Tuesday night. I thought, ah, fuck, that's him. He's going to play. I might make the bench. The gaffer started at the time. So, so in a Champions League morning, it was optional to train. Tuesday morning, go and do a bit of boxes or whatever you want. It was a long day. We sat in the hotel all day. So me being a young lad, I thought, fucking, it's optional for everybody else, but it's not optional for me. So I used to train in the morning, but... No hints or anything, nothing. Wasn't until about, so, quarter to eight kickoff, probably about half six, six o'clock, done the team. it just rattled these names up. I'm thinking, my name was second in that list here. I thought, fucking hell, we must have named the subs first this week. <laughs> <laughs> and then it wasn't until it dropped and, th- and he wrote the name nemo- uh, the team up once we had their team in, I was thinking, fucking hell, I'm starting here. And then he started writing their names up on the board. I'm like, Jesus Christ.
1: And what had been your first team involvement up to Before the Barcelona day, game?
4: So the Saturday I had played, I think I played half a game, but I was meant to start. So my first start was meant to be the Wednesday night, the week prior to the Barcelona game. On the way to the game, I knew I was starting. The game got called off at Fur Park. The pitch was horrendous. It was pissing down the range, so They called the game off. So I was like, that's me. Missed my chance. Not going to play. Started. I think I started the Saturday, played half a game, then Matt Wilson came on at half time. And I thought, that's him prepping them for, for Tuesday night. Yeah. So not really much. I'd played little bits here and there, came on as sub here and there, but I'd never started, I think. I first started Celtic Park. And was he giving you much after the game? Was he saying, well, Don, <sighs> you're doing well? After the game, I got took in for drug testing, so I wasn't even in the dressing room after the game. Then I was, I was in drug testing. By, it was me, Barry Robson, Scott McDonald, and they two had passed but I Again, my fucking... I never drink drunk water. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, i only got a can of Coke. A couple of cans of Coke, yeah. There's no so drugs in your system, so was, but
1: his sugar's off the charts.
4: It was at Henri, Silvino, and... I uh, can't remember who else, but Silvino and the other one had pissed quickly, so it was just me and Henri in this fucking room. And to be fair, Henri had pissed, but he stayed in there and just sat and spoke to me for about half an hour, asked me about my background, about my career, how... How many games I'd played, and I'd tell it was my first game, and man, it was unbelievable with me. But I went just sat class, and that, sp- it? class, class, class. <laughs> <And, and, laughs> have a glance, and, and I've had a fucking McDonald's for me brain, man. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, the fucking Big Martin, fucking <laughs> only onion, only lettuce in it before I came here. But no, he was good. Uh, but listen, the closest I ever got to the guys, what I, what I thought was get was fucking playing on the computer, playing Football Manager or fucking FIFA or something. But yeah. just walking it on that. On that stage, and just looking to my right, and seeing some of the all of them. It's a that joke. The music and it, man. Oh, the music. music's a joke. I knew, listen, I never get nervous at f- games, never ever. I've just always had that. I never, and I wasn't even nervous that night. I just thought, I'm fucking 18 turning 19. Regardless what I do, if I get absolutely abused, then they'll look after me and say, he's a young lad, never played it. Yeah. Never played at this level, never played first team at Celtic Park, at, like first start. But if i done all right, I knew I'd everything to gain, so I was fine with it. But the music's a joke. Music's a joke. Celtic Park, when you play against like Barson and that, you get a throwing high up the pitch, the place goes fucking mental. So that alone, just for me, because I was a Celtic fan, for me to start at Celtic Park way Celtic was brilliant, but to play against them was on a different level. Did you offer a good start in the game? We went up 2-0. Aye, Barry Robson scored a header for about fucking 40 yards that looked over... Victor Valdez and then <clears throat> Messi scored just before half time, went to 2 1. Come in at half time and Stratton just spent 10 minutes on me, fucking hammer me. <laughs> <laughs> Can you not see those fucking balls getting diagged onto Ronaldinho's toe? And I remember the uh, first team coach, Tommy Burns, come up to him and went, That's your chance there, wee man. I went, What? He went and should have said, I fucking did see them, but I was too busy clapping them fucking, <laughs> They were unbelievable, just landing on his toe every time. And speak about Nakamura. But I went on for but gave me no help back the pitch. So it was just fucking Abidal was overlapping me for fun. I didn't know where I needed a shite or a haircut. I was all over the gaff. But what an experience, man. Directly against Ronaldinho and know. Strongest arse I have ever fucking felt. He did you used to get his arse in a oh, didn't he? St- as soon as the ball came in, the first thing he done was bang. By the time I'd recovered from fucking getting wound- <laughs> wounded, the ball was fucking miles away. <laughs> Brilliant. And how were you then, like, in and around town and stuff?
3: You know, like you've made your debut for Celtic, you were, like starting to be a bit. I grew bit up like a in peacock. a
4: fucking massive Rangers area, so I was getting a lot of stick constantly. But I was quite quiet, I wasn't. A, I could. So I grew up in a place called the Scheme. They actually made a BBC documentary about it. It was fucking. It was quite rough. Uh, but I was all right. I was fine. I always kept myself to myself. And but it sort of changed after that. I a f- so I played there on the Tuesday night and then on the Wednesday morning. I was in the front page and the back page in the same day. So some fucking girl had come out and said I had uh, fathered her child, which was a load of shite and end up. So the next day I was in the front page and the back page. I was looking at the back page going fucking buzzing. Look at that picture of me and Ronaldinho. Looking at the front page and there's this munter in the front saying I a fucking...
3: She wasn't
2: even nice.
4: I want to fuck fucked her. How have. was that even news though? Because that's right. what they've done in Scotland. Like they had it, I think, I think they had it for about six weeks. They, only, they were only interested in Celtic Rangers in Scotland. No interest in anybody else. And I had just made my debut, so I was like poster boy at the thing, young lad just made his debut against Barcelona, Ronaldinho, Messi, and he asked all the rest of it. And then the front page was fuck
1: She just stood there with a the kid with Jam all around his mouth. <laughs> <laughs>
4: Definitely that. Look in that look in that kid's hand.
3: Maltesers. There's Malteser bunnies in that hand there. Kids like that. You
4: know. oh, the so, so what was you the have, end result then? She's come out. Th- yeah, it's a lot of shite. But she sold his stream to the papers and they've printed it. So I wanted to hammer them for, like, it's called slander. So I went to the chief executive, Celtic, and he's like, you can't, basically, sell it." then they didn't want to fucking sue them. But Strachan banned them for, like, what was that, the February? Banned them till the next season. Because of that? Because of that, aye.
1: Do you have to do DNA or anything? Yeah, oh. I
4: have to do everything, aye. Celtic sorted that out for me, to be fair, 24 hours DNA. Mental. Did you
3: did you actually know it weren't yours? There weren't a chance like you had. You got pissed and uh,
4: at the time, she made me feel it was. To be honest, I at the time I was thinking it could be. <laughs> so how how what was the the time length from when it was released in the paper till you find out that it wasn't? uh probably about three months. Baby still wasn't born, <sighs> so it was she come out and it was like Celtic star dumps pregnant lover. That was it. That was the story. I was never a fucking lover. Uh, that was a story. That was a storyline. And then the back page was like something a bit fucking. I think I, I said there, like closest I got to these players was on FIFA, and I think that was a back headline, something like that. So it was on the front and the back at the same time. But uh, was there any positivity? Like you were good in bed or anything in the story? <laughs> not even that. Nah. Don't worry, I got my bit back at though. The the following where, where the DNA result came so there was two Jeremy like, Kyle two newspapers. that's what it was like two newspapers in Scotland there's a daily record in the sun so I'd done a bit in the sun uh, the, sorry the daily record coming back saying like I was unbelievable in bed and that. <laughs> <laughs> did we find out who the father were uh, I think it was a guy that was in jail oh. uh, some guy that was supposedly in jail that's all I know some story I told you I grew up in a great area <laughs> can you remember the first time you met Gravison? ah <sighs>
1: inside told us some unbelievable stories right nice with
4: honestly mate you'd have to hire this place out for a week. He was he was everything, he was a pain in the arse, he was hilarious, he was brilliant, he was shite, he was everything. Like you could tell at times why he'd been at Real Madrid, and then you could tell at times why he was fucking with Celtic Reserves. Just there's something wrong with him. I'm adamant, he's got fucking ADHD, just simple, wee silly things like would walk past the reception itself at would be people ready to go in for a tour, maybe 15, 20 people, and they're all going, Oh, here's Tommy Graveson. And he just walks past the reception at the, the keyboard and just goes like that. Starts pressing on the buttons on the keyboard, but just fucking switching screens off, turning screens around, turning keyboards upside down, <laughs> turning the big mat upside down, just a fucking can, <laughs> just non stop. but For no reason, other than. For no reason, at Twitter all. Just to entertain himself, I think. Yeah. Used to drive back to Celtic Park, that, that drive for Barrafield to Celtic Park, and it was like coming into Celtic Park, it's a single car. There's like there's two lanes, one going that way, one going that way, and a normal. But he's driving up the, the wrong way with his hand out the window, like indicating. <laughs> <laughs> moving to all us because we're waiting in a massive queue again to, to sell the bat. He's indicating, flashing his lights. There's people coming at the emergency stopping in the oven. He's like ah, out the window, <laughs> <Just flipping>. indicating. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking cannon, but there's obviously that story with the the massive cone with me in there. And uh, what so, happened? So I went and trained with the first team, and for whatever reason, it was like a traffic cone at the side. I don't know what was doing there, but. And he'd been bombed at the first team and went and trained with the reserve. So he started calling Gordon Strachan, Gordon, and the reserve manager Gaffer. So he was like, "Morning, Gordon," to Gordon Strachan. <laughs> so uh, I love that. He was like, "So I'd trained with the first team and some, and he's standing at the side. The reserves are ready to go on after us. And he was, he was with the first team. And somebody's played, that, somebody's playing an unbelievable ball, I and mean, I'm ready to take a touch. And he's picked up this massive traffic cone. Time, caddy, time. <laughs> but this big traffic cone and Gordon Stratton's like, get
1: him out of here,
4: get him <laughs> out of here. He was just a cannon, man. Just just did. you couldn't shout at him, see if like you were in his team and he was he, he was about to shoot, but you were in a better position. You'd be like, yes, Tommy, yes, Tommy. He'd shoot and see if he missed, he'd turn around at and go, Don't shout at the fucking shooter. <laughs> <laughs> he, like see if he went to shoot, don't shout at the shooter. <laughs> <laughs> he was brilliant but such a nice guy like for about 3-4 months solid he used to so I the drive at a time he used to take me into the train station Glasgow Central and I don't know why but it took me 3 months to ask him where he lived I was like where do you actually live Tommy when you come out Celtic Park lad, you go left up that way he used to go right to go to fucking <laughs> to where I was going he used to go right and go fucking 30 minutes into the town and he stayed fucking 40 minutes that way just a brilliant guy but he was obviously just a loner just liked yeah. right fucking company they don't have a missus in that over here. No, no I think she stayed in fucking Denmark or something. This missus was porn star, was not she? She used to say to him, Tommy, get any pictures of your missus? Just Google holla. Loads on Google. <laughs> 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 he went back, he used to go back pre season and stay, it was either his mum or his dad, in an attic, probably about the fucking size of the four tables. And this little attic, little tiny room for six weeks, he used to sit in his PlayStation. He was like number two or number one in the world. For Cod at one point. Honestly, <laughs> <laughs> he was fucking mental. <laughs> what a brilliant guy. Yeah. Was he uh, shit out of pole pool as well? Just oh, used to love God. it. He used to bring us all in. All the young lads, just fucking bullies, basically. 25 quid, quid a head. He would only play for money. And we never, we never knew why. But we like, no, nope. everyone put the money out. So he used to put tennies, but 250 quid sitting there. Two minutes, lad. He'd run down the stairs at Celtic Park we look at the window, building up his boot and he brought out this fucking Ronnie O'Sullivan fucking signed pool cue, <laughs> snooker cue. Sc- screw it up, we had the run of the mill, horrendous pool cue that you get that everybody batters each other when he's in with this shiny thing and just cleaned up. It was unbelievable. Pool. Did he take the money or not? He take the money or not? He was a fucking multi-millionaire. We were on about 75 quid a week. The best bit about
2: it though is he denies everything, don't he? he, oh, like, he used to say so, I, I,
4: stop telling stop, stop telling to them lies. lies nah he denies everything. He used to, we used to moan at like training and stuff like that But if you're not happy go and work in fucking Sainsbury's you little cunt just but that's what it was like it was a pain at times to train with in the reserves so you were like so you used to do at the end you'd do a small sided game but if his team were losing he'd just pick up the ball zero zero, start again <laughs> <you're> like, fuck <laughs> off Tommy <laughs> you would start, start at 0-0 zero, zero. you'd be fucking 5-0 up scored a hat trick 0-0 zero, zero, start again you're like Fuck <laughs> you'd just keep going you'd get to like fucking 3 o'clock in the afternoon till he won a game right time up and everybody at the club just giving up giving up man. him so Strachan fucked him off so he was nothing to do with Strachan so he didn't care yeah. did not care so he was Willie McStay's problem but Willie just found it funny he was calling Willie Gaffer, Gaffer. Willie was buzzing He'd never been called Gaffer in his life <laughs> morning Gordon <laughs> Real was Madrid he, man. Was he just a big kid? Like Big Kid. in fact I remember one day at Barrafield, uh somebody come in, I think it was Willie casually the first team today. I'm like, all oh, right, sound. Make sure on a pitch for half ten. So Tommy Gravins found out I'm with the first team, it's just man-handed me till about quarter to eleven. In the dressing room, just just me and him. Just hold me. could strongest man ever. <laughs> You're not training with the first team, la. Tell Gordon he has to wait and Tommy. Just hold <laughs> me. I haven't done chalk white shit to myself. And I didn't have the balls to say that Tommy Graveson had held me for 15 minutes. <laughs> so thanks, what are you doing? Fucking warm-up started 15 minutes ago. I was like, oh I, I was on the toilet gaffer I had to tell my the shits. <laughs> Cause I was scared to I wouldn't stitch him up. He just held me in the dressing, room. just me and him that was him that was him a big kid was he talking to you or at times I, I'd be time, like, just breathing in your ear I just at times I'd go silent for like 3 minutes and 3 minutes a long time I'd be like Tommy can you let me go now fucking <laughs> so <I> train <laughs> started 10 minutes I was like I ended up like at the probably the last 5 minutes I was pleading me, Tommy please gaffer's gonna be on me i'm scared tommy just let me go <laughs> let me go tommy let me go tommy let me go just
3: i'm just gonna fucking
4: just held on to me but he used to do stuff like that with people in warm-ups and that he just boys were doing laps on the pitch and he'd just been a corner with somebody in a headlock <laughs> and the fitness coach would be like tommy come on no la he's staying with me <laughs> just fucking a maniac but again brilliant to have somebody like that did anybody ever... Did it ever kick off with him with nah, anybody? Nobody challenged him, nah. Nobody did? Not really, because we were all young lads in the reserves. So it was like a mix of 18 and 19-year-olds. We weren't going to say anything to Tommy Graves, and we just signed him fucking Real Madrid. Was yeah. he good at any point at Celtic? Or was he-, he played the first couple of months, and he was he was decent, just lively, but Strachan loved a structure, and Tommy had no structure about him. Tommy would be playing centre mid, but he'd be going fucking pressing their left back, pressing their goalkeeper. Chasing back to her right, but he'd just be everywhere because that was him, just a zoomer. So, but technically, that no, he was decent. So he was decent, but just couldn't trust him on a, on a football pitch. I wonder what he was like at Everton that when he was. was There's that story, They get mixed up with him and Lee Carsley, isn't they That's what people used to say. They get mixed up with Tommy Gravison and Lee Carsley because two of them looked at each other. Got mixed up. They signed Lee Carsley instead of. Yeah, they signed Tommy Gravison. Madrid signed Tommy Gravison instead <laughs> of Lee <Karsley. laughs> so that's what the rumour was I used to, like. it was good for us because we were young lads we used to ask him stories about Real Madrid and that and just stuff like that but he fucking volleyed Rubinho in the face didn't he at Real Madrid yeah, remember hmm. that I just, that was him in a fucking head tennis match football tennis and he's volleyed Rubinho probably because fucking Rubinho didn't want to start at 0-0 zero zero. <laughs> <laughs> he's probably getting beat 4 now. he's like no 0-0 yeah. <laughs> he volleyed him in the face but brilliant character you just don't get them anymore. Anyway get characters like that at all. And if you do, they're fucking classed as bullies or whatever else. It sounds like that dressing room was full of them. What was um, the keeper like? Nutcase. Arthur Boric. Oh, what a guy, man. He was a brilliant guy and you know? all. Used to turn up at fucking 25 past 10, ro- just roll out a fucking black cab, stinking of booze. But unbelievable goalie. Like, what I was like with food, he was like with drink. <laughs> <laughs> so you could turn up the next day, fucking half past, but still pull things for fucking all places. Brilliant goalie, but a different character again. What, what was the Stracking he, he put it on it? Stratton knew that, but he knew how good he was. And Stratton hated the fact that he'd done that, but knew that he was fucking phenomenal.
2: What was the crap when
4: he stopped you going
2: out in Glasgow
4: No, that was more in uh... a I so Aidan McGiddy, Darren O'Day and that were were getting in fights quite a lot with Rangers fans and stuff like that. So Stratton's pulled us all in a meeting and he's like, Right, no one's going out to Glasgow. He's all got plenty of money. Fucking charter a flight to London. Nobody will know you down there. There'll be no trouble. And uh, he went, Arthur Boric stood up and went, Gaffer, I'm currently staying in Falkirk. Can I just go out in Falkirk and get pissed out in Falkirk? And he's like, no, 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 no. No one's going out anywhere in Scotland. After Boris, like, nah, I'm for Falkirk. That's no fucking class to Scotland. There's fucking bang in the centre of Scotland. End <laughs> up just going out and stuff like that. And then it got to the stage where it calmed down a bit. He let the he let the senior players go, he's like young lads. MD under 20, snogging out in Glasgow. Arthur Boric went, I'll take them out. I'll look after them. Mate, the worst guy in the world to look after you. He was a fucking maniac. (laughs) Played Rangers at home in uh, one of his first games. Riots non-stop. Celtic Rangers games. Riots all the time. He got out, finished the game, got showered, got changed and walked into the town centre and somebody's phoned the security going, there's about fucking 300 fans ready to kill Arthur Boric what the fuck's he doing? He's like, so somebody went down and got him, I'm like, what are you doing? He's like, it's normal. If they want to fight, I'll just fight them. Because <laughs> 300 right? of them. He was handy. Eh? He looks handy. <laughs> He's Polish, isn't he? All these Polish guys are mental. <laughs> <laughs> they? they are though, they're mental. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, he a big piece care. of
3: kit and all, isn't he? <laughs> Aye.
4: Yeah. Like, played at Ibrox, One at fucking, uh, one at Ibrox, quite a tight game. I think Celtic just took the lead. He was one of the guys that would go and get a, he went and got a flag out there. The, an Irish flag at the Celtic crowd and stabbed it in the centre circle at uh, Ibrooks. just a cannon just was never aware of anything when I him just didn't care but a brilliant goalie <laughs> brilliant goalie but a fucking maniac because he did well down here did he go to Southampton Southampton went to Bournemouth Bournemouth yeah. for, for a bit and all but just uh, half time and all you just could start smelling this fucking fag something had been smoking what the fuck's going on? After been at half time fucking in the toilet smoking. <laughs> Strachan, what are you doing? Stop smoking. He's like, it's not me. <laughs> it's not me. <laughs> it's not me. don't know what you're talking about. To- only sitting in a cubicle with a fucking smoke. <laughs> <stomach laughs> it's not me. But nah, he was brilliant. Like he, had, he had some pain on really, didn't he, Strachan? Oh, aye. When he first came in, he, he ended up getting rid of Sutton, Thompson, Hartson, uh, all the kind of big hitters. He, he had to reduce the wage bill, but that was a massive dressing room, massive dress full of big personalities and again, but you had big Bobo Baldy that fucking used to manhandle them all as well. Like,
3: Were he the, the main man, Bobo?
4: No, as in talking, but as in physically, he was. I'm telling you mate, he had muscles coming out of his ears. He was a <laughs> massive guy. Like used to kick off the the time And listen, in dressing rooms. He kicked off all the time. Like, again, doesn't happen though. But he was the one that everybody had to fucking keep Step an eye up on. Uh, What's the best one you're saying? Kick off. Uh, probably that one with Bobo. Something happened with Bobo and Stan Petrov. Stan Petrov was only 19 at the time and it was a money cunt, Stan. Even at 19, he used to come in and Bobo was horrendous with the ball at his feet but could head the for here to fucking swindling away. So he used to keep saying to Bobo, stop fucking kicking it, just pass it to me. Just pass it, give it to me or give it to Lenny or give it to somebody else. So it kicked off a bit in the pitch and he came in and Bobo's literally just picked him up with a throw at and then you've got John Hartson, Chris Sutton, all big lads. Uh, Ramon Vega was, I think it was at the time. You had uh Jos, uh can't remember a couple of big percent halves. Took about eight of them to get Stan off them. Stan's just standing there with his legs down. <laughs> <going. laughs> help, help. And big ball was just fucking a unit.
1: Was Strachan still there when you came back from Dundee?
4: Aye. Still there. Strachan was there for. Another year, uh, Tommy Burns passed away when I was at the following year, I think. So, Strachan gave it another year and then just just stopped after that. So Who he came in after Tony Mowbray, Mowbray coming. in, Moga came in, uh, spent put eight, no, in fact, Moga didn't even last that long. I was going to say 18 months, I think it lasted about six months. Uh, that was probably my biggest run in the first team, and it coincided with probably the worst Celtic team that they've had in fucking of about 20 years, yeah. <laughs> so it says it all. We got battered. Morgan was a brilliant guy, but couldn't get his head around that we went away. So we were in Europa League at the time, Thursday night, away to like Rubin Kazan and fucking Russia or whatever it is. I went away to Austria. or went away to other side of fucking Europe on a Thursday night, stay the Thursday night, travel back to Friday, then travel to Inverness on a Saturday and play on the Sunday. He expected just to turn up and turn them over. He couldn't get his head around that like there was a bit of, You'd always start straight after a European game because it was horrible, mate. He used to just travel for four or five days non-stop. But he just kinda of underestimated everybody else in the league. Yeah. And he just found it a bit tough. But is he that was because a good guy. he used to
2: used to play for Celtic, obviously? Probably and it's Celtic,
4: everybody expects. By the way, it's it's not as easy as everybody thinks. Like it's everybody's cup final when they play against Celtic. Yeah. So the place like Inverness away, they would probably get fifteen hundred fans, but when Celtic turned up, they get 8,000, 6,000, whatever it is everybody's there and the spotlight's always on Celtic, it's always on Rangers so it's tough, it is tough but you're, you're at a huge club you're expected to win every week and he just couldn't get his head run about it. About at what point
1: out. were you thinking I'm
3: going to have to move on?
4: Uh, so Neil Lennon came in, took charge for about nine games before he actually got the job permanently.
3: Was that yeah. a strange one because you obviously played with him?
4: Uh, and you knew what mm, he was like as a player? No, I was only a young lad when he was there so I was never that close to him uh, but when he came in he was to be fair, he was. they offered me a new deal. They offered me a two-year deal to stay. But I was nine, uh, 20 at the time. And I thought, nah, I need to go make a career now. So I just took a massive risk. I've seen so many players get to like 24 and that. And I'm thinking, 24 is quite old to start yeah. playing regularly. So I went to Dundee United, played regularly there. And I was like, nah, I think it's time for me to go. To so Turned down a two-year deal at Celtic on decent money, more than what I was getting at Swindon. And and, and I ended up going to Swindon with, with Sai. Sai sold me a dream. They got to <laughs> they got to the playoff final that year and lost to Millwall. He's like, mate, we'll definitely go up next year. Got fucking relegated. <laughs> <laughs> Went <laughs> done with Sai. we got relegated. So
1: Sai had been on he years on long?
4: Aye, ah, he was here on loan under Danny And then he's Wilson. come
1: back up. They want Danny sign. Wilson
4: had asked about me. And Sai si sold me a dream and we got relegated. And then after getting relegated, I thought, fucking hell, I better find a job. <laughs> Went away too, and I was just fucking... On for there was it Wilson that Danny season Wilson. you got relegated, Then Dan? Uh, Danny Wilson the season got relegated, Dan. We, Danny Wilson, a brilliant guy, but we got to we're well, struggling around about Christmas, so we got this psychologist in, and it was like, Right, we're going to map out the next six games. Do you think, as a group, do you think we'll win, lose, or draw? So it was like, yeah. A way to Wimbledon, yeah, we'll win that. And Danny Wilson was like, Right, all right, I'll right, we'll give you that. We're, we're on a shit run just now, but I'll we'll give you that. Home to fucking Dagram Redbridge. Yeah, we'll get three points out of that. Away to Southampton, a couple of boys were like, Might scrap a point. Danny was like, Whoa, 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 whoa. Come on, be realistic, lads. We're not going to get a, we're not going to get a point away to Southampton. We're struggling <laughs> This like, this is a manager. <laughs> so we like, oh, Fair enough, fair enough. We'll, we'll probably get dicked here we did get dicked, and that was his last game. Southampton away. But we had a decent squad, just fucking full individuals I'll take them. you didn't win the first two no I didn't win them either <laughs> <laughs> very unrealistic
3: yeah. come on lad take it serious <laughs> we've got a fucking <laughs> no chance then, we. come on
0: <laughs> a lot can happen in the next three years like a chatbot may be your new best friend
1: So a year away, Danny Wilson and then in rocks, Polo Di Canio.
4: Say no more. Guy was a fucking loony, man. You must have thought this could be good, this. Yeah. Qualities so I was Celtic fan. I was like, oh decent. Yeah. Do you want to just play? So uh, the first year he come in, I was in I was in Santa Ponza and I got a phone call for the secretary saying uh, you're training in two days, I'm Is like Just before you've met him? Before we'd met him. Right. Nobody'd met him. You're training in two days. I went, nah, I'm not. I've just got here. I've got another nine days left. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> no, 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 no like, Paolo. Nah, the managers want everybody Insistent. in. system. Aye. And I'm glad I, I eventually went home, but I'm glad I did because, as his record showed, if you cross them you're finished. So I knew, like, if I didn't go in, i would be finished. Aye. Did so, anybody not? Uh, no. Everybody no, be fair. About. Everybody went in. I think because he who he was to start with. Like we didn't know anything about him, we thought Pillow De Canio, big name, going to respect him. We'll turn up, we we'll are league to who are we, who are we to tell the no sort of thing. So we all turned up. He's turned up with the shades and looking a million dollars. And then for that day, pre-season Oh my god, it's the hardest thing I've ever done. Well, the two hardest things I've ever done that, and then the following year, we'll <laughs> <laughs> see. I think, I think, I, I don't think I'm going back
3: from all of that. Nah, if that's, my no, thoughts, if if that's me already. Even if
4: Decaneo's on up for that's me already. Hot summer. I think I don't think I'm coming back it crossed my mind but I'll be honest I shit myself
1: <laughs> <laughs> I think that's everyone's re- first reaction I'm not coming back but Aye. then when like you said you start thinking
4: it's on. by the way this isn't like the second of July this is like the fucking 15th of June or something
2: what was his first you know because they always have a meeting don't they? they get all the players and sometimes all the staff was Yeah. he just laying out the plans
4: we he didn't get his in for a meeting. the first time we seen him was on the pitch he he had a brief word about we're going to get you really fit and all this stuff but not too much in depth, to be honest. Before we knew it, all well, with this little sports scientist who was a little snake. He'd end up. Oh, he was just. A, he'd be running run about your table, making sure you were eating stuff right. And why you? Oh, why you not have some more greens? You are like grow up, mate. I've got two kids in the house. Shut up. Jam and jam. I've got a jam sandwiches <laughs> my pocket. <laughs> I'm waiting for you to piss off so Peter, Pulling the Maltese bunny out of your sock. I wanna <laughs> fuck you. Look, one of the guys that you, you weren't allowed sauce, you weren't allowed milk in your coffee. Is that from the off? First, from the uh, off, from the, I can no, just imagine- tell a lie. First day we go to the, the stadium for, for food. The chef just put on what he'd normally put on. and is the y- can Is he was
1: watching dis- you? Yeah, what but the canio's
4: disgusted at the sight of this. <laughs> He's like, tomato sauce. Like, couldn't get his head round, like, tomato sauce and spaghetti bolognese and stuff like that. He wanted everything separate, so it was, like, plain pasta, plain veg, plain chicken. Honestly, it was as dry as a sandal. It was pff, horrendous. So he's obviously so not he's, thought, I need
3: to sort this out before I go in, and he's looked at the, the buffy and thought, that's a disgrace. Uh, he's baffled at this.
4: He's His mind's gone at this, thinking, this isn't the normal. So for that next day, it was, everyone was dry. Dry as anything. And it we knew from the off, but probably didn't click. So at the time, it was like no. Everybody had to stand beside the table, and nobody was allowed to sit down until, until he gave you the nod. I was like fucking the army. So everybody was standing, and we had to wait till every single player was ready to sit down. It'd be like, yes, boys, and then we'd all sit down. Was he stood as well, or was he walking in an entrance? He, he was and uh, on his <laughs> table. So all the staff were on his table, and he'd just have a look and have a quick count, or he would send his little joey to go and do it as little assistant or and they would count everybody yep 24 yep sit down and then we had to all wait until every single item of food was out every utensil was out and it was like so fucking rigid it was a joke man <laughs> I'm like jesus grow up mate i just want to go and get a jam sandwich <laughs> <laughs> it's unbelievable like but he was r- relentless for day one I, I got on with him for the first year i got on with him. did you feel fit did, did he get your fit Fittest we've ever been
2: that that's country,
4: a good thing, mate. obviously that's a brilliant thing. But at a state where like we well, were ultimately fit. But if we were doing a run round the pitch and you had to get in in fifteen seconds, see if you get in in thirteen and done it quickly, you'd go mental. No, fifteen seconds for a reason. See so if you get in, in sixteen, you'd be going mental. You had to hit the line on, so it could be for me to that glass away, and I had to hold until I got the fifteen seconds and I hit the line because he had a beeper, so it was everything was done to the absolute point. And he would run on in, in the inside. So when we are doing laps, he'd be on the inside making sure every beeper would go to a certain spot. So everything was so... It was good It was good in that way. like You, you know what it's like? You get busy cunts pre-season. Like a 25 second run and they're getting in in 15. You're like, grow up. Get in in 25. You're, to get in in 25, stop being busy. <laughs> I hated the ones. That's hated the them. And I hated the ones that would be bang on 25 everyone. Then the last one, they'd get in in 15. I'm like, Aye. I'm like, piss off.
1: But what benefit does that bring
4: that's Getting looking. in around fifteen
1: is. seconds rather than thirteen seconds.
4: Oh, the benefit of that. That's just because he, he said fifteen. Because he uh, can. Because you're a dictator. Yeah, mm. that's him. He's a dictator. I want you getting in fifteen, so you're getting in in fifteen. That was just him. But no, it was hard. We went to went to Italy for for two weeks in the middle of nowhere. We drove. We got a flight from London to to Rome or something, and the flight was. Half the time it took us to go through Rome to our training camp. Training camp was like six hours away up in these mountains. 90% of the bus was sick by the time we got there. Just away up these mountains.
1: <laughs> Did you have any idea how long you were going to be on this bus?
4: No, no. Kept asking how long, but they we were kidding on the way. <laughs> Are we wings. There yet? Yeah, uh, not far. We'll be there soon, don't worry. Oh, that shite. Soon, fucking hell. It was like a kid again asking <laughs> your mum and dad when you were getting there. <laughs> got up, got to training, uh, got to the hotel, middle of nowhere. Walks out and there's about eight, I'm talking, lads, units. One with a big, huge tattoo across his face, tattoos down the side, and they give it that that handshake. So it's a fascist handshake. So that's how they shake each other's hands. So they came out and all over the canio and we're thinking, what the fuck have we came to here? So we got into the hotel, straight out training. So the day normally worked, half seven to eight breakfast, nine o'clock to 11 o'clock was like, intense shape so it's just shape but just without the ball just running to press here running to press here for two hours non-stop come in have like a lunch from half 11 to half 12 back out from half one to maybe half two quarter past three doing just running so that was your running session for an hour and a half and 45 minutes there was longer runs there was shorter runs there was box to box there was everything in that and then from, you'd go back in, get a dinner about six to about half seven and you're back out from like eight to half nine doing football stuff, crossing and finishing. But it wasn't it just normal, it was like crossing and finishing the length of the pitch. So you'd sprint along the length of the pitch, put a cross in, turn, sprint back up, put another cross in and then rest. So it was just relentless. It was sickening for two weeks. Sickening. And that, there was no, you know, sometimes you go, you get a carrot, we'll do four four reps, but if you do three in a decent time, You'll get that carrot. There was never a carrot with him, never. No night out planned or anything. Until the last night, he was like, okay, you can have a couple hours. We've got a couple hours, we've got a fucking ice cream, I think.
1: Different <laughs> <laughs> oh, <he's laughs> ice cream.
4: Relentless. Was he the man as well about the place? Oh, he was the man. He was the man, aye. He was the man anyway, like he had a presence. He had that yeah. swagger about him. He was He was cool. He was cool as fuck, like, but he was was tough. Very tough. See, I'm not, I'm not liking him from the off. I oh, mean. from the off is horrible. But
2: if you feel fit though, Johnny, if you, you know, like a couple of weeks in you're thinking, I feel fit here. We're gonna I just be felt good this year.
4: F- like my mindset was, I'm in League Two here. Who am I to have a go at the Canoe? you is know there what I, mean? I uh, The first year, no, no. I was probably, I'm not been fucking hard man about it. I probably shouldn't have done it the way I did. But I was probably the first one to like have a go back and in, in front of people. And that lasted fucking like ten seconds. I was, I was, I was gone. I was finished. Like he, uh, so the was, this was a following pre season. My top, my eldest was born on the seventeenth of June, and he wanted me in in the eighteenth. I was like, no, because I went back to Scotland to have my kid. I'm like, no, I'm not coming in. My wife just gave birth like six hours ago. He's like, no, you will be here tomorrow. I was like, trust me, I won't be in. Like, <laughs> <laughs> no, <I'm laughs> I'll no. take whatever consequences you want. I won't. I will not be in the training ground tomorrow. So I turned up like two days later. So I turned up on the 19th, which I thought was still ridiculously early. And he's going mad and all the rest of it. So we got off now. Then he got off to a great start that year, and then we he pulled me in saying that I was unfit, which I was. I was one of you guys that done nothing in pre-season, nothing. Snap. Not. nothing. Pre-season, the whole point of pre-season is to get fit. Why would I go in fit to get fit? So I done nothing. So. I was a bit behind. Well, I was miles behind. <laughs> nah. I was a bit it. <laughs> so I was, a bit, I was behind in, in the running and stuff, like. That. but I knew I, I always found a way of getting fit and I would get fit because I had that mindset. And so he got me in, in a room in front of everybody and he's like, you're not fit. And when you had your baby, I expect when you to go home, he wanted me to stand with my fucking two day old baby and do squats against a wall to get my leg muscles gone. <laughs> and, and I started laughing. He's like, oh, I am serious. I went, you're taking a piss, mate. My kid's two days. It's the first time I've had a kid. I'm not going to be doing squats with it. <laughs> I'm to <gonna> do squats <laughs> with a two-year-old baby. So to be fair, the only, like Paul Benson chopped up who was the, the senior lad in the big Benel. And uh, he was like, Gaffer, to be fair, I think you're asking a bit much there. Like His personal life is his personal life. Want wanted me to sleep in a different room. He'd done the same with Benel about six months later. want you to stay in a hotel on a Friday night. When, uh, when we've got a game on a Saturday. And I don't want you to spend any time from Monday to Saturday with your kid. I want you just to be in the house. You can help your wife, no problem. But she does the feeding, she does this, she does it. I'm like, what life are you living here? So didn't he offer the start there? your oh, entire complete life. Complete dictator, but with everything. With everything. The main reason I fell out with him was, he basically, he tried to get me to stitch lads up. And, I, and I'm one of the old school guys. I would never stitch anybody up. You was his captain. I was his captain, so he used to bring me in. He used to pay the bouncers, right? He used to pay bouncers in Swindon. We found that out. He'd give them all twenty quid each in Swindon. Any Swindon players come in here, you tell me. Restaurants, the lot, everything. So as soon as you get out of your house, mate, there's fucking eyes on you, non-stop. <laughs> League two, by the way, Swindon. It's not as if we're <laughs> fucking at Barca or Man United. So he'd come in the Sunday morning, and be like, "Can I speak to you?" So I'd go and speak to him. It was like, four players, Chinese restaurant last night. I went, all right, with their wives. So four of the lads went out with their missus, I think it was Benno, uh, Marker, a couple of other boys went out with their wives, went for a meal, sitting like this, having a meal each, Chinese meal. Why? I went, what do you mean? He went, this is not the right message. He went, Gaffo, i have got a game in six days. Like, the game's next Sunday, eh, next Saturday. This is the wrong message. Who was it? I went, I'm not telling you. He went, you will tell me who it was or you will not leave this room. I went... I just sat down and went I won't, I won't leave then <laughs> so just,
0: that was the start you <laughs> made myself
4: go slip it, down and you just... fucking I, I could, that's when I could be doing my Tommy Gravison, come and fucking get the get a hold of the cranny. what a scrap that would have been by the way <laughs> uh, so I just sat there I was like I'm not telling you and that was the beginning of It. of so then beginning from the end I went out to training and be, this is how dictator he was I went out to training and I was separated separated from the squad you're not fit enough you'll train with the sports uh, the fitness coach today I went alright sound so he went the fitness coaches like, do 400 metres in a certain time. It took me about six minutes. So I just walked it. I'm like, nah, fuck this. There's no fucking having a go at me for my personal life and all the rest of it. So I came back for that a little bit. He brought me back in with the squad. We played Crystal Palace in a pre-season friendly. And uh, it was my first friendly because he'd bombed me for a bit. So I hadn't played a game for about fucking three months. And I was up against Zaha and I was thinking, fucking... That's quite a big thing to come back though, from what we've heard but he needed me at the time because there was nobody else there. Yeah. So was there an apology? Nah, nothing. I, no, nothing. He brought, brought me back happened. into the squad, but would never speak to me. So I knew, like, I'm finished here.
1: So you are a bit of a trailblazer as well, like amongst the other lads. Like you said, you're the first one who's kind yeah, of stood up to him, if you will. Yeah,
4: sort of. Uh, and this is what followed it. So most of those interactions were just one on one, but this one after Palace. So Wilfred Zaha told me his threads, like, I think he nearly tore my hamstring. He twisted me that many times. And I gave her penalty away. and So on a Sunday morning, actually, every Sunday morning, we'd go back and the canny would have a 42-inch TV and he'd uh, have a folder for every single player and it'd be clips for the day before. So depending on the result, like if you'd won, you'd be thinking, oh, buzzing, I've only got five clips. See if you lost, it'd be about 35 clips. And you had to watch every single clip for every single player. It was, it was horrible. So we're in the next day and in front of everybody and it was, it was my clips and everybody else didn't have a folder that day. And I'm thinking, fucking hell, it's just me. I must have been... Must have had a shiter or it was brilliant. <laughs> just clicked this open, it was me giving the penalty away and look, this is your leader, follow, the, follow your leader, this is your captain. And he went, you've got until Thursday to decide, this was Sunday morning, to decide if you want to stay at this club. I went, I don't need till Thursday. I'll leave now, like, you've been a cunt. And he's like, what? I was like, you've been a cunt. <laughs> you're a dictator, like, you just want to be in control, you're too controlling. I was like, I'll leave. Left that meeting and I never seen him again. That was me, done. I got back to the stadium and the owner phoned me. The owner had just gave me a new deal. He was fucking devastated. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, so me and Matty Richards just gave his new deals. I was like, nah, listen, I'm finished. And I just ended up playing tennis in, in a gym with Paul Benson for the next three months because he wouldn't sell us. So me and Paul Benson were just playing because he got fucked off and all because he stood up. So, so me and Paul Benson's remaining three weeks of pre-season was... Playing fucking three sets of tennis at the David Lloyd's. It's the best place i <laughs> have ever done.
1: When the owner rang you, did
4: he give you an option back? He said, Oh, let's get you in a room and speak to him. I went, Fine, like, I respect what you're saying. I'll sit in a room, no problem with him. But you need to understand when you cross him, he's fin- you're finished. He said, And I'm finished. I know, where I, I know where I stand. No, 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 we'll sit down, and we'll talk to you. And it never happened. Never happened. And then it just dragged on for probably five, six weeks, and I was doing nothing absolutely nothing my my season kids I told them just to stay up in Scotland so I stayed in a caravan for four weeks I hired a caravan at fucking caravan park <laughs> <laughs> it was fucking the best pre-season I've ever had the food I had man <laughs> unbelievable <laughs> honestly stayed in a caravan for four weeks pre-season because I knew I was finishing I'm like I'm not the rent in my house had run out at the end of that month I was like actually, I'm not extending it why would I? I just got a, few a caravan weeks of for London. four weeks. Uh, it was a haven, right? It was fucking quality. <laughs> entertainment every night. Like Benley used to come in every now and again as well, doing the entertainment, watching fucking Magic Mike and all that. It was quality. High <laughs>
2: five, five in red.
4: Call was a <laughs> it was class. Um, was
2: it his first or second season
4: with a Elastic Wrist, League One Wes? Second, second season. I'd gone by then. That was, uh, yeah, that was, fun. That was mental. That was Something his, else was like, at that? That front of cameras and all that. That was him. That was him. He was just a big show. By the way, he was an unbelievable manager. Like, he knew the game inside out. Brilliant manager, but it was just too much. It sounds he like he was nearly. He was nearly, a, hated the, he was nearly, hated nearly the there. Yeah, just things like that. We but you just knew. Can't like, fucking... I'd obviously left by then, but I was only on loan and he left and I came back. I didn't play again. I signed permanently, but I came back for a couple of weeks pre season the following year when he'd gone. And we knew he'd struggled at Sunderland. Like, well, do you respect we're League Two players? We need. To abide by his rules, yeah. They do like John and Wes Brown, like they're on 75 80 grand a week. They're not going to listen to a guy that's going to tell them not to have coffee in their milk, mm. eh, milk in their coffee. Sorry,
3: I'll catch up with them. I'll catch up, do you know what I
4: mean? So, I think they eventually went upstairs and it went above him and, and he was gone. I played oh.
2: with uh Leon Clark at Preston. Oh. And I looked, Clark is a great lad, but he's a sulker, isn't he? And he's a
4: wrong man, wrong time and there, yeah, yeah. He was on big money one he? It's uh, we found that out. Fucking hell, we were gobsmacked and all. Like, so that night, Southampton we played in the cup, uh, and Clarky had just came hadn't hadn't done a pre-season and that, so was a bit behind. Straight on the pitch, that little gimpers talking about this. The, the fitness coach is like, tomorrow you will run, and Clarky's like, fuck off, Claudio. Let me get back in the dressing room. Straight on the pitch, tomorrow you will run. You're not fit enough. He's like, fuck off. So he just does that. The canio sees it and tries to grab him as he goes down the tunnel. And it kicks off, it goes from zero to 100 like that. So, down the tunnel, he's managed to get past the uh, Canio and run. You've played at Swindon? No, you know? I never did actually. It's that a long today. tunnel. So, he's run right through there. And if there's a door at the end and it takes you out to their away stand. So, <laughs> Leon Clark's running through the Southampton fans while the Canio's fucking chasing them. <laughs> Somebody's tried to throw a cone, it's missed them and it's just kicked off. So, the Canio's come in and dressing him. You're watching this. Ripped the shirt open, tossed a table with fucking coffee and all that, and shouted, 300000 thousand pound a year we pay for Leon Clark." We're all nudging each other, going, "He's fucking on six grand a week doing the, doing the math. Fucking, <laughs> he's fucking, he's fucking six grand a week. We're fucking lead two here. <laughs> honestly, it was brilliant. But then he had a mate, Etienne Sajas. His name was he. If so, he he then get fucked off because he was Clark's mate, but. Clarkey stood up to him in a different way, where Clarke was ready to fucking go. Like, S- snapped. Yeah, it just went from zero to a hundred so quick. And then I think they ended up erasing like the the cameras and stuff. He had the club and toast. I to like, we all just like, my my daughter could have managed us that year. The team we had was brilliant, and the budget he had was fucking ridiculous. Yeah. He just got what he wanted. Again, a dictator. That's what they're doing. Mm. Did were you the
1: on? Was it the Italian trip when he come into the? When they give you that bit of a night out and you come in with his shirts on.
4: Aye, that was the second year. Uh, and his mates come out. We got his two fucking maniac mates to look after us. What a shout that was. just go and look after them. Boys, You will be okay with these guys. Fucking Leonardo or something that was called. <laughs> Massive Verona tattoo across his face. And he's pulled me and Sai Ferry actually. And I'm like, come on, don't tell any of other boys. We'll take you to a special place. We're thinking, this is either going to be unbelievable or we're going to be dead. <laughs> so we're like... We're humming and haw for a bit. We're like, we up for it. We end up not going, but I can just imagine where they led the to. It's like, they were maniacs, absolute maniacs. The cameras come into the nightclub as well, but an hour later and it's like fucking, everybody just opens up and they just swaggers through, like the man and stuff like that. <laughs> that was just him. Honestly, <laughs> he's fucking... You can understand why he's never like... Nah. ...been
2: successful, can't you? Was that his last
4: job? Too extreme. Was Sunday's his last job that? Last job, eh? Yeah. That's him done. He's back in Italy. I don't know what he's doing. Probably fucking... Cage fighting or something. <laughs> yeah, that was him. By the way, if he wasn't like that off the pitch, he'd, he'd have done all right. It's just that? He would have, if he just calmed down. I think even a couple of Sunday lads said, like, football wise he was fine. It was just everything else that came with. It, it was too much. All the time. You know, into your sort of 75
3: days off, we are a day off. I, I, when are you thinking, I, I, I could snap here?
4: Our first day, I remember Our first day off was Mayweather. Ricky Hart and I think that was about fucking November. It was just nonstop.
1: Cause tension at home with the, no, a, bit, I mean, a lot of the lads, you know. Uh, Mrs. is done, saying what's going
4: on. It might have done like it just became normality, and then yeah. like I'd not long moved down to Swindon as well, so my Mrs moved down. when she was nineteen, fucking never seen her. <laughs> <laughs> what? I don't know if it's a bad thing, like that. But...
2: <laughs> <laughs> at least you were local, though. Yeah. Imagine if that you that was, lived aye, like Tommy.
4: To, if Tommy's, Tommy, Mrs. was still living at home. Tommy Miller. See, we were actually in Swindon. We used to do. Training 10 to 12, lunch 12 to 1, go home from like half one to four o'clock, come back in at five and train at five to half seven, and send us home. So for their lads, they were going and sitting in hotels or sitting in the stadium for two hours, doing absolutely nothing, or three, four hours. We'd go home and I'd, that's where I'd stock up my fucking shite food. <laughs> <laughs> and then go back in, <laughs> get a McDonald's or a KFC on the way home. thing is, it was working though as well, wasn't it? It was. For the yeah. uh, last, the mindset
1: went, of... I think they were
4: top of League Two when he left, or second in League Two. But he, he just wanted, he left because <coughs> Matty Ritchie got sold. That's yeah. the top, and bottom there. Matty Ritchie got sold to Bournemouth for 800 grand. And the canon was like, we cannot sell Matty Ritchie. And the owner's like, no, nah, we're getting a substantial fee with add ons that could go to 1.5 or whatever. And that was big for Swindon in League Two, yeah, especially yeah. with the budget that he was working under. So that's why he left. So basically, like, took the mood and left and there was foot- <laughs> that sums up there was footage like three days later after he'd been sacked he broke into the stadium didn't he he <laughs> was in the <laughs> office in the stadium like getting all his gear and all that out and just he's just a loony thing just is he's,
2: loony. he's saying about dictating and stuff he's not once thought that's a good move for Matt Richie. that he's probably going to double his money uh. he's just thinking so,
4: yeah. he's, you're not going uh, yeah. he, like he, he did I think Matt he was doubling his money Bournemouth were top of the league probably going to get promoted, had just been took over. We're getting backed quite quite heavily. So we're going into the championship with a decent squad. So it's so a no brainer for Matty. Yeah. But Matty loved him, Matty was like, I remember Matty, I was at Birmingham at the time and Matty phoned me. he's like, oh God, uh, the Gaff was going to resign. I was like, fucking result mate. He's like, no, no, but it's cause I'm getting sold. I went, so what? Yeah, but Swindon fans and others will hate me. I'm like, it's not your fault mate.
1: Yeah.
4: <laughs> he's he's it, it, he's he's put put it's no it your fault <laughs> mate. Just
1: go and get your money and shut up. Yeah. You, you've got to commit your life to the club, aren't you? You know, you talk about what life uh, balance. That you're you're fully committed to playing football. That's it.
4: You hated all the diet stuff and all. We played the uh, Forest Green. I think it was actually, We played in pre-season. Thanks, I think size told you this one about the sausages. We uh, so after Forest Green, the second year of pre-season, Forest Green have just put something on. It was a pre-season night, chips, sausages, all the rest of it. It was vegan
3: sausage. No. <laughs> It would have been at oh, would have green. been, Actually,
4: it yeah. actually, would have been. Yeah. Would have been vegan sausages, but we didn't know that, so we would all fucking, I should have known that actually. <laughs> <laughs> so we're all tanking into it, chips a lot, and he's come in and spotted a few and we've all jumped on, like little kids run on the bus with fucking sausages and pockets and all that, <laughs> hiding them. And he's came on the bus and he's like, who the fuck ate the sausages? <laughs> and he's with this Italian accent, who had the sausages? We're all like that. <laughs> <laughs> The sausage. <laughs> so the sausages met, he went fucking <laughs> mental. we in the next day just running because we had a fucking vegan sausage. <laughs> just like that.
3: Yeah, you can see why he's not fucking been so, like
4: done it now. No, nah, no. Hell of a move for you though, wasn't it? It's the best thing that happened in my career. Best thing I went for League Two to the championship. That, you know what it's like? You look at the banner sometimes, you go, Fucking hell, how's he, he done that? That'd have been me. Everybody <laughs> been going, How the fuck's he went for Swindon to Birmingham? <laughs> just been really, I think Birmingham just been relegated the year before for the Prem. I'm going for League 2, but it it's the best thing that happened to me, falling out with him. Was that Clark-y? Lee Clarke, aye. But before I'd left, uh, Carol Robinson had phoned me and said, do you want to come to MK Dons? So I was on my way to MK Dons and Lee Clark phoned me and he's like, what are you doing? I was like, literally about 15 minutes for MK Dons stay. I was like, turn back, will you come to Birmingham? I was like, fucking right, I will. End up going to Birmingham, last minute. Tell thing. that
2: one of De Canio
4: against them? What, McDon- uh, MK Dons? So every every morning, uh, Friday morning, before a bit of shape, he'd come in and he'd say like, today we play Oldham, we play such and MK Dons used to go, today we play McDons, <laughs> <laughs> used to call him McDon's, but <laughs> another thing, he knew everything about every player. He's like, the right back, he's not trained for three weeks, he has a tight hamstring, but he's strong in the leg, he's physical, he knew everything. I don't know how he knew it, but turned out, you, you know what it's like, you play against people and you go, When'd you write back last train? Three weeks ago? Fucking hell, our manager told us that. <laughs> Don't know how he knew it, but he just knew everything. He probably fucking spent fortunes just paying people off, trying to find stuff out. It must be a nightmare at home. Imagine his missus. That was a problem, right? His missus was still in Italy. With well, he, had nothing else he had three then. kids, so he had two kids still in Italy, younger, and he had one at Southampton Uni that stayed with him. So he just stayed at home with his eldest kid, who was at Southampton Uni. So he'd never, he'd never had nothing to go home for. So he used to just, I felt sorry for his bathroom stuff. They were in non stop. He used to abuse his assistant manager, fucking <laughs> slap him in the face <laughs> and all that. Italian, was he Italian? I as was well? Italian, aye. He, he must have went through, no joke, right? This is not exaggerating, 10, 10 t- TVs in a year. Easy. He used to, so in the Saturday morning, we'd get our clips and he'd fucking whack this thing. And you know what tellys are like now? They're soft as fuck. He used to whack them, You just crack. Said so go and send his an assistant to go and buy another one. It's to got 10 TVs. Curry's best fucking salesman. Honestly, <laughs> no one stopped. did you find clarky. Brilliant. Loved him. Loved him. Uh, so up and down though, but brilliant guy. Uh, I think he had quite a lot to deal with when he, went to, when he first took over at Birmingham. Just been relegated to the Premier League. He was, I think he was told to cut the budget and he had some big players like that. Yeah, big big ziggy, ziggy. Big Ziggy, man. What a guy. Big Ziggy used to come in so if the year we stayed up last day in the championship we were, going to the, we were going to League One and he was getting an increase if we went down he'd been in fucking League One on 80 grand a week so on 75 grand a week he was getting like a 5 grand increase every year and he still had a year left we were going to League One on fucking 80 bags a week we used to come in every morning and just go morning guys easy money for the big man easy money for the big man and he was a brilliant character and I love people like that I just used to love people like that I just like characters and he was he was like that uh, going back to Clarky, Clarke was Clarke was class, I liked him. But so up and down. So up and down.
2: We're not speaking about that last day, Chris. They put a line through it.
1: Must be up there with your eye light.
4: Yeah, it was something else like. We uh we got pulled in probably the Tuesday or Wednesday before the Sunday game for the chief Exec and basically put so much pressure on us. This department, the full department, will lose their jobs, this one will lose their job we will have to reduce the academy. So just put pressure on us. And Clarky didn't know this at the time. I don't think he knew what the meeting was about. So, so he
1: wasn't involved in the meeting at all? We
4: just, he just got, I think he got pulled in from one chief exec and we got pulled in from a di- director at the same time. All so right. we just thought, I'll I swear, to You, you aye, tell the lads t- uh, so we knew like, we had to win. We had to win. We, we were decent actually. We were fucking, we were all right the first half. We went 2-0 down we about 20 minutes to go. No, Zig, Ziggy scored 2 1. Uh, Ziggy scored 2 1, me about 15 to go. And then I scored in the 93rd, but it was it was unbelievable.
2: Things I was playing for Donny. I was against Leicester that day. <laughs> was you at Donny? Was and he? it was like, say the game was 94 minutes long. For 90 minutes, we were, because we knew you were 2 0 down. So no we were one. like, we just kept looking over and they're like, lads on the bench, you know, who weren't involved. Did
4: you just miss a penalty that day, a No, nah,
2: they, Leicester, they're Leicester. Not got scored. So you did after so about they, 70 minutes they, not we bored.
4: see we, we, in the build up to that we had heard Leicester won the league the week before didn't they and I think they were on the piss all week and we were like ah oh, fuck like they were on the piss all week knew they were playing against Jews and by the way the, earlier on in that year Jews were up 3-0 was not against somebody in the game got abandoned remember it
3: got rained off didn't
2: he Charlton right, Charlton
4: I scored two as well they got wiped off
2: <laughs> just my luck <laughs> half his career
4: goal got wiped off <laughs> in one game <laughs> one
2: foul swoop <laughs> in one fucking <laughs> downpour. so that would
4: have kept Jews up Really? Because we're 3 0 up, not you? He, he got banned in a half game. got beat, yeah.
2: Paul Keegan got sent off. I scored two. My goals got chalked off, but he's. I think Rick he stood. 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 Three game ban. Like and year. he's lost
4: the, re- the
2: Lost the replay, Replay, didn't you? Yeah. So that ultimately kept us up. For 90 minutes, Dick was just so relaxed until you scored. And he, he read in the face. It was uh,
4: unbelievable. 94, uh, 94 minutes. By the way, they had a great chance after I scored, I know. It was, uh, I think it was Danji, put it over, but I suppose a Birmingham fan, so I don't know if we have done it deliberately. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no Dan- was it Danji? No Danji. I may have been Danzy, I can't remember what it was, but somebody was a Birmingham fan. Uh, Scans, Scano, I think he was a Birmingham fan and supposedly put it over.
3: Did he ever fetch uh, what nickel in, Clarke? Ah, he had what nickel in a few times. guy.
4: And, uh, had him in a few times, doing all fucking weird shit. He had this doing, uh, before the game, he used to come in the dressing room, and get us on a circle and just like everybody stand like this and then just let all your emotion out and just scream. And while you scream, you fucking thing your hands and I done a celebration, that's when I scored like that. So I just standing in the dressing room and I hated all that shit. The cano done shit like that I know all. like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> Fucking 25 guys just screaming. I'm like, what the fuck's going on here? The cano used to do it and all. The cano had, before I was captain, a guy called Oliver Risa It was like fucking entourage. I used to get everybody in and, uh, the captain used to shout, victory. Victor- he was an uh, Australian guy. Victory! So we all had to shout victory after him. So he, he pulled me in about three months into state, uh, the season. Went, You're going to be captain. The first thing I said to him wasn't like, wasn't, I'm, like I'm not doing anything in the dressing room. I'm not fucking shouting victory. My <laughs> no, fuck. So like, bud, why? I'm like, because I don't need to shout to get myself up for a game. This is what we do. I was like, well, someone else you do it. I'm not doing it. I've never done it. Refused to do it. So just sit there like that. Everybody would be going victory. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck's going on here?
1: Did you get a mixed bag as well of lads buying into it, like really going for it? Ah, you'd see then- it.
4: I, That's what I used to do. Actually, I'd look at the ones and go, "Let's see the busy bastards." <laughs> like where what nickel and the dog just go ah, and you'd see putting people fucking veins popping out the side, going ah. I'm like, grow up, mate. <laughs> Can I play a game of football? Calm down. I hated all that shit. I wasn't. I, I, I was so playing. I just wanted to turn up, play, and go home. Yeah. wasn't he interested in fucking recovery or sports science or all that sh- the gym stuff wasn't he for me don't know if you can tell like the shape on but <laughs> <laughs> just going back to that that goal i mean you must have been
1: sky high afterwards
4: believe it or not went in the dressing room and it felt like 5 minutes probably 90 seconds pure silent not a word just said. relief just relief you could just tell like just such a relief like silent for 90 seconds but it's an unbelievable day unbelievable deal the thing
3: is though like obviously you've got out of it but ultimately you've had a shit season haven't you exactly so you can't like really
2: celebrate it's hard celebrate Mm -hmm. you know what I mean you're Uh, fourth bottom fourth
4: bottom exactly so you can't like fucking
2: get the champagne out and all that can you just the way it worked out though going 2-0 down
4: we needed a point from our last seven games to stay up did you Mm
2: -hmm.
4: aye that may have been right actually because it was somebody else in it went there and then they I think got Wigan was it Wigan there was, i think redden were down there as Redding well were down the it's area. not just
1: staying up is it you've had that briefing about
4: people losing their jobs yeah it wasn't until the next night so that was a sunday the monday night we had to play the player, player of year awards we fucking stayed up and go difference with the the year awards uh and that's when i realized like how big it genuinely was i'd like yeah. people coming up crying i'd like women coming up saying you've saved my marriage and all that i know that's a bit extreme but you know what birmingham's a proper Tough fucking football religious place in it, like that is everything for them. And people just coming up going, I've got my husband back, and <laughs> you've seen, like workers coming up and going, I don't have to remortgage my house. And you think, fucking hell, like that is because big people shit, devote isn't it? their yeah. stuff to yeah. people devote their life to football, don't they? The amount of <gasps> messages
2: big. we got from Birmingham fans what, slaughtering these, like no, no, you or me, or the, the messages Australia. Australia. i, I, I. Oh, you've got from Birmingham fans? Yeah. Like one, put a picture of the, you celebrate and he put, just tell him thanks for saving me life.
4: <laughs> no, honestly, like, it was, it was genuinely like that. <laughs> the next day, Gary Pendry, actually, who's a bit of a Birmingham legend, was Strachan's assistant. And uh, he came up to me that day and went, Caz, your life will change at Birmingham. And I thought, yeah. And that night I didn't sit down. It was like fucking unbelievable. Amazing. And it's like that now, whenever I go back, whenever I'm back down there. When like, like you need a, a bit savior. of a picture, call me the savior. So <laughs> Where's over... he
3: going? He's
4: strutting around Birmingham again. I've not, a bit of a I'm not had up. to buy a jam sandwich in Birmingham
3: for years. <laughs> <laughs> He's strutting around Birmingham like the Caneo does around Italy. <laughs> <laughs> like,
4: yeah, yeah. No, but honestly, what a day it was, it was fucking, it was brilliant, absolutely brilliant. Probably shouldn't be the highlight of my career, but just for that small moment, it, yeah. it was definitely up there. It was a good dressing room as well. It was a bit mixed. We had, so, Clarkie had to cut the cut the squad war, we made up of League One and League Two players eventually, uh, with a couple of lone players for like Man City and that, but you could tell the lone players, they didn't really give a fuck. They don't care if they're getting relegated, really. They'll just go back to Man City and Man United and all the rest of it. Mm. Uh, but we had a decent core, like Big Ziggy came back, uh, with Daz Randolph who was a goalie, with Paul Robinson that was proper pro. People like that, like, had played League One, League Two, so we just grafted our, our nuts the last last couple of weeks. And then there was Ravel. By the way, what a fucking talent. Never seen anything like this in a training ground in my life. Unbelievable. I can understand now why Alex Ferguson and all that buzzed off him. In training, it's as if he had glue. I know that people say that all the time, but he was a joke. He could see things that pe- people couldn't see. He could make passes. He could dribble. He could fucking go and get the ball back. It was a joke. Absolutely like, unbelievable to watch, but so unreliable. So unreliable. I remember one day... Uh, Terry McDermott, it was Terry McDermott. Yeah. What a guy, Tell was. Uh, Came up and he was like, right, Ravel can't leave the, can't leave the training ground, the police are here for him. Something had happened at home or something. Tell's come up, said that, and then in the same sentence went, there's a hole up in that, fence up there Ravel, if you want to go son. (laughs) Ravel's (laughs) fucked off away in the hole, boom, away. Came back down, and uh, the police were like, where's, where is he? And they're like, oh I don't know, he must have walked past you. (laughs) Just playing blind to it, but that's what it was like, Rav, he so unreliable. Like, we had a game, I can't remember who we played, but he was starting on the Saturday morning and he's not turned up. And it's turned out he's fucking plastered pictures on our social media and the, like that, dancing the night on the Friday night, obviously pissed just in the turn up the Saturday. But phoned in and said he didn't feel, oh, I've got the shits. No, he's not got the shits. She was out last night, fucking four o'clock in the morning, pissed. But he just came with an entourage, came with a massive entourage. Everywhere he went was, was like, he couldn't drive, but he had fucking three cars. We're just full of people, full of people. <laughs> There's another story, we, we had a game the, Sunday, uh, the Saturday morning at home. Uh, and as you do, the kit man brings your boots, sits all your boots out. And we've all looked at our boots and they're all fucking dirty. And we're like, why is there mud all over our boots? He turned up late the Friday night with all his mates, went into the boot room, all shoved a pair of boots on, went in the, indoor, uh, in, in the pitch and played fucking five a against each other with all your boots on for, match, <laughs> for the match day. <laughs> <laughs> Turned up there's fucking mud all over the studs. now like, sent <laughs> GP. The cat man's like, what the fuck's going on with these boots? You know, lost them, the lazy cunt. He's like, what are you talking about? he came, there's mud all over the place. So they went back, and nobody knew at the time. Went back in the cameras in the Monday morning. We got to the training ground for us playing five sides with his mates with our boots on. <laughs> but brilliant guy. It's brilliant quite brilliant sad guy. man,
3: really. What? what that he he never, sad. You're right. That's, never, that's the right. word uh, eh? That he never got anywhere. So he went near to West Ham,
4: didn't he? And sh- scored a couple of yeah. goals, didn't he? And then, did you ever have any doubt? Arriving
1: at Birmingham, like you said,
4: coming uh, from League two. when I first went, when I walked into the dressing room, I thought some big players in here, big characters, like decent players anyway. A lot of them had played in the Premier League and stuff like that. And I thought, gonna to have to start well here. So I knew that I think it was Peter brought home, had to start well. If I didn't start well, I knew I'd have been up against it. Like, Did sometimes you?
3: the best way is to go back in the is it?
4: Yeah, they were like, just get flung in before you met anybody, yeah. mm-hmm. just go and play, and then yeah, just get flung in. Uh, you
1: like that when you like. With a chip over some ketchup saying, like, should I? Shouldn't I? <laughs> I, know.
4: Must, I must have had a KFC in the services or something like that. <laughs> but no, I started all right before that first game. I'd done, to be, I'd done all right. And I knew I knew I had to do all right. So I kind of put pressure on myself, but it was all right. But it was a bit of a relief, though, as well, getting back to normal life. It was, because I hadn't played for fucking... Since that Crystal Palace game, probably. Yeah. So it was just to get back into playing games again was... it's what I wanted today? That's what I was fucking... It was either that or take up tennis. It was unbelievable that with the <laughs> six weeks that I played. Or karaoke, because I was really good at that, you know. In the, in the caravan. What was Zola like? Brilliant guy, but really disappointed that he never he never got involved, like taking training or that. We had him and we'd Casaraghi's assistant. Two unbelievable Italian players. And we had a guy who played in the third tier of Italian football. He ended up taking a crawley job, Gabriel Chioffi or something. He took everything. I was devastated. Devastated. You see these two guys turn up and you think, brilliant. Yeah. Brilliant. But a nice guy, like, he was told when he first come in, so I'd left under him. Uh, well, I left six months into his reign and and he was told when he first came in, here's X amount of money, you must spend it. Basically, I want a new team for the owners. New Chinese guys took over. So he'd said to me, like, probably about 15 years, you're not going to play. I was fine because it was it was like in the October, so we nothing, we couldn't go anywhere. So, like, all right, fine. But he never, never fucked us off for that. We still trained with the first team, but I was just disappointed that he never. The only time he got involved was when we'd done free kick competitions at the end. He was like, ah, yes, free kick competitions. <laughs> <laughs> this is my <laughs> this game. This is my game. I'm thinking, come on, give us a bit more. I think yeah. everyone thought that. Especially when De Canio's up there, isn't he? Yeah.
2: And if you just find somebody in between Decanio and Zola. Yeah. In terms of being too much like Ducaneo was obviously too much aye, but aye, a lot that of was it was
4: good he was he, again he done nothing actually really when you think about it nothing him and Kazaragi used to sit in like the dugout at the side of training and this guy was so intense this guy was like Ducaneo so intense like water breaks were like fucking Go and get a drink there. Go, drinky, drinky. Come on, five, <laughs> four, three, two, one, in. and you're like fucking <laughs> drinky, 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 drinky. Like, <laughs> a, a, like three. I know. Drink drink. Like drinky, drinky. Come on. But now nah, i disappointed with, the, with how little he done.
1: Were you given an option at that point? When he's, did you know that that was that was it?
4: I just come. Was back there a way a, back? I just come back for a shoulder injury under Rabbit when Rabbit had left, uh, and I was still on kind of part of my rehab when Zola took over. Uh, but then when I spoke to him I just he just basically said
1: let the cars on the table." yeah
4: and I was fine with that I prefer that rather than oh you can maybe play your way back in knowing that I was never going to he was like listen I've been told I've got X amount of money to spend I've got they're looking for 12 new players basically they want a new team they've got all this money coming in I was fine with it as long as I knew where I stood and he didn't fuck me off or anything like that we all still trained with the first team but so I just knew coming January that my time was up he was going
2: Turned into a shambles not long after them, that'll be when Stocky came,
4: would not it? He yeah. went, uh, he went, Seen charts for like 14 games and lost 12 in a row. He lost his first 12 games though. Gary Monk come in, then Cottrell come in.
3: Bruce, were you before or after Bruce? Bruce,
4: Bruce was who? Bef-
3: Springsteen. No, i <laughs> fucking stay Bruce, when were you there?
2: fucking ages ago uh, he, was, was uh, he was before I don't Bobby. know where we are do I,
3: I <laughs> terrible timing and shit <laughs>
1: <laughs> I
3: don't know where we are where am I I know where we are I'm but
1: Steve
3: has he, he miles before is he no where am I <laughs> I always
4: thought you were good Rowett good tactically very good yeah. just a uh, didn't like having the ball. We we were such a counter-attacking team. And you've probably seen that when he went to Derby. And that's probably why he's doing so well at Millwall. we mm. won't have loads of the ball. But he must have done well, because then he went to Stoke, didn't he? He went to Stoke, aye. And stinker there though, didn't he? But he was very good with it. Tactically, he was brilliant. Is that when you got your first Scotland cap at Birmingham? Yeah, would have been, aye. Under? Been under strike. and I'd been called up twice under Craig Levine, who was the manager in Dundee United when I went on loan. But never played. Uh Never played. And then... Stratton called me up a couple of times and played don't get me wrong I played fucking four minutes but it's four minutes that I'll fucking hang on to yeah. <laughs> <laughs> remember the, the did he just ring you up or we were meant to go to Marbella the first uh, way Birmingham because it was international break and I'd packed everything ready to go and he phoned me the Sunday night saying you're coming to Czech Republic we're playing Czech Republic and we want you involved so I just got on a got into Czech Republic and honestly I felt as if it was something that would taken so I turned up and there was there was a training session on, but there was no staff that came to pick me up. They'd sent a check guy and he's just come straight up and he's went, hello, you come with me? And I'm like, "What the fuck am I going here? <laughs> <Am> I gonna, <laughs> you know I first, first, going to first, scene, I first <laughs> scene and take him and they get into Paris and the wee guy takes them away and I was thinking, I could be, take me through all these tunnels and that and then finally got to this car in the back of your house. I'm thinking, I text my missus saying, listen, if I die here, I love you and all that. It's <laughs> game over, but eventually got to the hotel and that played, played, come on the last six minutes or something, four minutes. Proud moment though Oh, unbelievable! Man. Even if it was that short time, but I played for my country. Yeah. And at that moment in time, for the four minutes, I was one of the best players in Scotland. That's what I was telling myself.
1: Yeah. <laughs> for <laughs> We four though, minutes. Oh,
4: fuck me! I bet the lads are having a good night tonight. Nah, oh, fucking hell, my bear. I'm fucking chasing some winging in Czech Republic. I think I got three touches to them with my hand when I took a throw-in. <laughs> uh, but I, I used to get cane for the boots I wore. So I, I wore black boots non-stop. I, I was did. a I was a Yeah black boots all the time. What did you go for? A Puma Kings or Copas. That's all I ever wore. And uh, there was only four people on the pitch with them on. It was me, the referee and the two linesmen. (laughs) Coming after the game and starting to fucking slot me or the boys are slot me there was only four players with fucking Puma Kings on. It was me, the ref and the two linesmen. (laughs) That was just me though.
1: (laughs) Let's flip that, because I bet your players got stick for wearing coloured boots 20 years ago, or oh, nah.
2: and now you get his stick for wearing
3: 20 years ago, when Steve Bruce was
2: manager of Birmingham. <laughs> <laughs> Just have a look, mate. When did uh, Steve Bruce leave Birmingham? <laughs> you
1: were buried together, but not. Officially yeah, on, the, on, on, the on the same squad yeah,
4: list, you'd, yeah. you'd gone by then, like, unofficially, hadn't you? Yeah, well, yeah. And I'd come in the February to the May i come in. Three months, but oh, what a shambles that was. The, the, it's a, of a shame sudden, actually yeah that is a shame because mm. Bury's not a brilliant town like a big town football's everything for them the guy just rinsed them, basically rinsed them. the boys were so I remember one Friday we were playing at home on a Saturday and, and I'd asked for all my money up front I knew I knew Vonnie you and I sense
1: it all, you were getting yeah. word and I, that and it I was... got
4: word like listen we not get paid All the rest of it so Clarky was like listen just so I get sorted up front I remember going in a Friday morning to training 10 o'clock it's never there I'm like where the fuck is everybody I'm at the wrong place or something here <laughs> the boys refused to come in because they hadn't been paid so they were going to refuse to play on the Saturday so he's encouraged them to come in they ended up coming in about 2 o'clock and by half 7-8 o'clock that night they'd been paid but on their bank statements like a hair salon so they have been paid by a hair salon so fuck knows where the money came from but that was just one of very very many things that happened mm. that year it's a shame it is it's such a shame for that club I know they've tried to come back, haven't they? But it'll mm. just not be the same. Either. If
3: I were a player at that club and I, and I took the big contract and I'd not played a minute for him, I'd feel fucking horrendous. <laughs> <laughs> You're obviously fucking done to talk, here. you? <laughs> what an horrible cunt. Hey, what an horrible bastard.
2: Did you play a minute for him? Nah. Not one minute? I was on the bench the first game of the season my did was clean No, I did. I was Chris Kirkland Photoshop. Oh. <laughs> I don't remember.
3: Honestly, some people just got no, like, no shame at all. I a,
2: Enjoy
3: I time the at Bradford.
4: <laughs> loved it. I loved it Bradford. got relegated, but I absolutely loved it. The, there's like, a lot of chaos there as well. The, the, there's a lot of chaos with the, the owners and stuff like that. But Who was the but, owner, sorry, Cadet?
1: Edrin Rach- few Ehren people asked about him, there?
4: Did you not get involved much? N- never seen him. I think he was looking to sell but wasn't putting money in and, and a club like that I think it was just basically rinching it they were, we were getting 18,000 every mm-hmm. week in League 2 uh, in League 1 sitting third bottom of the league so almost relegated brilliant club loved it there absolutely loved it there would have loved to have stayed but yeah. just a shambles behind the scenes like I was only there for 4 months but 6 weeks into it I, I was made captain but then like 2 days later I was sent a sent a letter through the post to say that my contract was getting terminated. I was fucking only there for four months, so it was just a shambles. Like there was so much happening behind the scenes, and must have been a good four months because we had a lot of Bradford fans. Loved message it. Message saying, yeah, you know, shambles of a season,
1: but you were. Yeah, I don't know. Right it- there, to be
4: fair, I, I found my feet again. There, I was. I was yeah. decent. I really enjoyed it. I loved to have stayed, but for whatever, reason, I was never offered to stay. So I couldn't have done that well, mind you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no, just a tough, tough year, but. A, a brilliant club, and I probably got there at the wrong time. I'd have, I'd have loved to have stayed for longer.
1: You're not getting in like P, uh, PTSD when you walk back through the door at Swindon.
4: It was mad that, was mad. I, I, uh, I moved back home. I moved back to Scotland just run about, just before COVID, because I'd left Bradford. Couldn't really get in at the time, and to be honest, I was close to just going. You know what? Enough's enough. Yeah, I'm still relatively young. I'm still only 32 or something, but I just. Just thought, right, hey, that's it. Just move back up to Scotland. If I can get something in the low league in Scotland, fine. I'll move back up there. I went up there literally within a day. Richie Wellens for me went, fancy Swindon? I was like, you're fucking joking me. I just moved. <laughs> just
1: moved. Just take it, just take so it just last year, and came I back down
4: and Just come back into my, my house down here and went to travel to Swindon a couple of times a week for here. Richie was good though. Really good. That team I played in was football my is probably the best one i played in. Uh just played some brilliant football. The way he wanted to play the style the full backs coming inside and you know, that was really good, really good. Won the league again. Well, covid won the league, but we'll still claim it. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I hope so because i'm I think i'm the only player in Swindon's history to win two titles. So fucking I'm, you're right, i'm claiming it. <laughs> <laughs> we well, that on the points per game jobby then. Uh, well, i think we're two in front with a game in hand. So the points per game obviously swung our way. It was between us and crew. Fuck it, you won't let it get. Did right, <laughs> <laughs> Shar come in? Shares come in the following year. Richie left and went to Salford. Yeah. And then Shares coming. in. And by then, listen, it was already a shambles behind the scenes. were we were travelling to away games four, five, six hours on the bus. Like coming away up north and that they wouldn't finance for for hotels and that. So it was already a shambles by then. The owner was already trying to sell. The damage was was almost done behind the scenes.
2: And you had enough as well by this point.
4: Yeah, I hated, that was a year of COVID, I hated it.
2: Was that the tipping point for your COVID? Yeah. No fans?
4: Yeah, just... that, if COVID didn't happen, I reckon, I'd no, maybe not now, but I'd have t- probably played another year. Yeah. Easy. I hated it, absolutely hated it. Walking down the tunnel, walking onto a boring pitch with nothing in the stand.
3: Yeah. Like a training game, innit?
4: A training game, you're right. Yeah. And as we spoke before of, like, when we were talking before, like, the fans give you that little bit, like, the ball gets played over the top and you think, should I go for that, shouldn't I go for it? And then you get the fans behind you and you do go for it, no matter what you say, like, they do help you, 100% yeah. they yeah. do. It just becomes real, like, I grew up to be a footballer, to play in stadiums with loads of fans. Hated it, absolutely hated it. I'm like, nah, this isn't the football anymore, this is crap. Mm. Standing in a room on your own, victory, victory,
3: <laughs> victory, sandwich. <laughs>
4: <Jack> <laughs> Are you at Fleetwood now? I am, yeah. Fleetwood enjoying in the sixteen, seventeens. Yeah, I'm yeah. enjoying it. Enjoying it. The academy as much as I've slaughtered academies here, but uh, it's just more the what they do. Uh, but no, I love it. Coaching some the to again, in e- management some yeah. the way to do as well. It's eighty there, with you? Yes, he's there. Yeatsy's 18's manager. So I do like the 16's. I'm just part-time. Yes, he does the 18's. Just got it not long ago. So if you get into management, are you, what kind of level of uh, condiments
1: are you leaving on oh, the sh- table?
4: Oh, you want to see the buffet they'll have. <laughs> <laughs> you they can have what they want. <laughs> I couldn't care as long as they're on the pitch. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> i got, got three loaves of warbies. Five jars of jam. Not yourself, I Is it round trees? Never did me
4: any harm. <laughs> round trees, round trees, no bits. Is that
2: the the one that? That's the one. Strawberry.
4: Jam. Aye, strawberry, no bits. In your teeth, don't they? Them no bits. bits. Yeah.
3: <laughs> Brilliant, mate. Yeah, top round, mate. Cheers. Cheers, man. Thank
4: you.